deep imagination. Beyond it is another dimension, a dimension of sound, a dimension of sight, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the dawn, the cold of the show. Oh yeah, y'all already know what time it is. The moment that you've been waiting for, the one that you've been waiting to hear, the one that caused the cause, the cause this day. Put your hands together for the baddest bitch in Elkaloo, God, Nicole Law. Okay. So, um, everything here is real laid back. We've got a lot of information, and we want to uh, we want to get this down into a storyline because I think what you've got here is something that is extremely important for people to know about. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about you and and uh, see now you. Where did you start out your life? You were born and raised in the country. Uh, yeah, the I was. I was raised on a on a farm. In fact, I live in the same neighborhood in which I grew up. It was my grandfather's. Um, farm, part part of it, it was divided into thirds, but in 1939, my grandfather was an obstetrician in Norfolk. He was also in the Naval Reserve. He was in charge of military intelligence uh, in, in uh, Norfolk, which is the largest military naval complex in the world. So I was born in the Naval Hospital, which is was the NATO headquarters uh-huh. um, and brought home to my grandparents' farm. Um, my father was in the South China Seas on a, on a naval vessel. My uncle was in the Navy. So I come from a long line of, of military civilian uh, folks. They, they were not full-time uh, uh, military individuals they they had jobs and they would go into the war they would be in reserves and uh, as my grandfather was he stayed in mm-hmm. um, and retired uh, a Navy captain but I lived um, in a house that was in part of my grandfather's field and right. yeah that's but I'm, I'm being strangled financially uh, by um, the this army intelligence group, JAG group that my husband... Um, no, JAG, is that J-A-G? JAG, Judge Advocate General. Um, I think American citizens do not realize how many JAGs are in our court system, and they take orders. They are in the chain of command, they're active reserve, and they are in our court system everywhere you look. Not, not just federal... Uh... Local, local everywhere, yeah, and they're going to um, meetings once a month, and if there is a case uh, like many of the military intelligence wives, like myself, and we have information that would come out in a, in a divorce hearing or, or whatever, um, 
they totally control it. It is uh, Judge John Moore, in, in my case, um, in Virginia Beach, is, a, is an Army Ranger. His, um, he is um, active reserve. He's a VMI Army Colonel. He's a graduate of VMI. In Virginia Beach, in the courts, there are at least six judges, and I'm, I'm including commissioners, in that because in Virginia we have a system where the commissioners do the um, the uh, lot of the decisions and all of these in Virginia Beach uh, who take care of military wives uh-huh. are military judges. No, you, you, you missed the term VMI. What what is that? Well, VMI is Virginia Military Institute, and it's where uh, General Marshall. The Marshall Plan went went to school. It's a it's a little West Point. It, mm-hmm. it there's a lot of tradition there, uh, but it's based on um, the Greek sort of Spartan military concept. And my father went to Washington and Lee, which is also in Lexington. And I know that there is uh, some sort of um, I won't say cult, but there, there probably is some sort of um, club, secret society, oh, okay. and uh, so it's very, very tight click. Um, but what I was trying to say is that the, the judges are military men, and they're not independent. They, they take orders. They take orders. They're on. There's a chain of command, and in my particular case, and the other eleven military wives that, who, whom I have met so far. There are many, many more, but they've all been handled the same way. Not in a, that's not a normal divorce uh, at all. Yeah, I've, I've heard of these kind of situations before, but never, it's never been put so concisely and so reasonably that there would be a, a connection why some people just, no matter what attorney you have, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. The, the divorces and the settlements of assets never go the right way. No, and there's a FISA court, uh, which I know is involved in, in my case. What, what, what kind of court? Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. It's a Justice Department secret court that American citizens are not aware of. There have been a couple of articles on it. Um, it, it's a small group of, of men, and I think there's a woman on it. Um, I, I believe there's seven justices. And in reality, the, the article that I read, which was given to me by um, Mike Fuller, and I know he would not mind me using his name, he's a, a government assassin. He was a, um, what, like my husband, a, a government assassin. Who uh, did, when you say assassin, you tell like character assassination or kill people? No, killing people. Okay. He he was he's a mercenary government mercenary. Okay. Um, he was in Afghanistan and then uh, Rhodesia, South Africa, and I met him uh, and his wife through Sarah McClendon. He's a okay. real wonderful patriot who is speaking out about what the the NATO community and, and the uh, Army and Marine Corps are, are doing. 
And Sarah McLennan, she's uh, she's an old war horse, isn't she? <laughs> Sarah saved my life, literally. Really? Yeah. I uh, I had been having break-ins starting um, the the night of March the fourth. After I was calling everywhere to see um, if I could find my husband, he would you know disappear at times, and I. Uh, I found my husband's diary, which I have here, which they have been not anxious to have um, get out. Uh-huh. No, uh, they, they meaning? The, well, they, um, General Sheehan, General uh, Krulak, uh, Marine Corps colonels, um, excuse me, generals, um, uh, Al Gray, um, Cook. Um, and especially General Joy. Joy. General Jim Joy uh-huh. and General Carl Steiner are, they're evil men. Um, and they are in this diary meeting with my husband almost every day in Beirut. They trained the, the men in black mm-hmm. who, who killed those people in Waco. It was General Joy and General Steiner. Steiner's Army, Dirty Tricks, Special Operations. And this is what my husband does for a living, is train mercenaries, young boys from countries like Romania, um, Cuba, I mean, uh, uh, Dominican Republic, Haiti, all these countries. They're training them to be murderers, and the taxpayers' dollars are paying for this. Okay, now they train them just through the normal channels of the military. These kids uh, join the Army of the Marine Corps, and then they select these kids based on some criteria to train them? They, They psychologically profile them. The profile, which is similar to my husband's and Lee Harvey Oswald's and McVeigh's and, and some of the others um, who were all part of this program. Dommler, Jeffrey Dommler was profiled and hidden. You know, they, um, what, what most Americans do not know is that all of these men were oh, Jeffrey Dommler, he has a military background? Of course. They're oh. all Army. Oh, okay. They were all picked out because they're perverted or twisted. Oh. Yeah. Sexually perverted. Sexually perverted and therefore, you know, yeah. Well, now I, I don't think McVeigh was was uh, perverted the way Dahmer was, but uh-huh. certainly the the group that my husband is overseeing are mm-hmm. twisted. So they part of the criteria they look for people who have got something in their history that gives them a, a weird bend. Yeah. Uh, like they, they were molested when they were a child, yeah. or they come from dysfunctional families, abuse, whatever. Strong mother, uh, weak father, no father, poor. Because these guys are looking for security, so they will stay in the military and do anything okay. for that security. This was my husband's scenario. My husband and Oswald are just two peas in a pod. Oh. Um, exactly the same personality, the same type, in the same elite group, I might add, with doing work with communists and Russians, with Czechoslovakians and with um, Romanians. I met assassins, I met 
drug lords, Fahim Kordabawi, um, whose family were the drug lords in the Bekaa Valley. Um, I mean, he, 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 he knows the elite of the elite of the elite. And, and that's why um, I was warned uh, twice not to talk. And you were warned? Uh... I was told that I would be killed. I was told that. Did your husband warn you about this, or? Oh, my husband warned me early on in it, but he knew that um, he he loved me in the beginning. I'm I'm sure he really did, but he's he's a robot, my husband, except when he's drinking, and I, I think that's why he he drank because the first three years of marriage, he was telling me everything, and I come from a very strong Protestant Southern culture, which, you know, when you're talking about shooting people like ducks, it, I, I, the only thing I can relate it to is my brother's going duck hunting, and that's what George would tell me it was like. Uh-huh. Killing is just, you know, it's nothing. There's no emotion involved. You just, it's, you, you just get rid of somebody. And he said he was an existentialist and that these murders were necessary. And, you know, it's very matter of fact. And I'd sort of go, uh-huh, yep, and we'd be, we'd be eating dinner. And I was trying to get him to be, to, to know Christ, you know, to, to sort of understand a little bit about uh-huh. my, my background and America's background. But he, uh, his group are, they are not Christians. They're, they're what he calls existentialists. Uh-huh. And they study uh, German um, Clausewitz and Nietzsche, Sartre, Camus, uh, Montesquieu. And his thesis at Princeton, which was written for him by a very good friend of his named Todeve, who was a French count, um, and his thesis was on this. Hmm. And it was supposedly within French, but my French is better than his, so he could not have written that by himself. I know that. I know it was written for him. But in the intelligence world um, and in the communist world, in the um, world that my husband was in, um, one had to know French because all of the, the terrorist trainers and the, um, the guys who were funding all the guerrillas and everything were in Paris mm. and New Orleans. They, they would go back and forth. Still, the 4th Marines is, is out of New Orleans. And that's been going on a long time, ever since Disraeli, uh, even before, I think. But they had hit squads and, um, you know, undercover groups in New Orleans. And George would go to New Orleans, all the Marines. I mean, they, this is where they train, do terrorist training, Lake Pontchartrain and places like that. Okay, and then this would be during the 1980s? Um, yeah, 1980s. Okay. From the 19, I think New Orleans has been uh, a school for a place where um, debauchery and murder and cults and flourished. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a New Orleans connection with the the JF Kennedy assassination. Well, you see, Oswald, my husband and Oswald were in the same club. General uh, Jim Joy is in that club. General Louis Buell, who was my husband's 
benefactor or whatever you want to call it um, is in that club. There is a, um, in fact, I've got the name of, um, there, there are Russians in that club. Yeah, feel free to grab any uh, reference material. Yeah, what I, what I want to tell you about General Al Gray, my okay. husband was the chief of staff for um, General Al Gray, who was the commandant of the Marine mm -hmm. Corps. And I probably shouldn't say this on the tape, and you all can uh, mm -hmm. get rid of it, but he's a homosexual. Gray. Gray. Okay. He's a, what they call a cherry Marine. Now, I'm not anti. Um, I'm trying to find my... Um, I hope I've got it. Yeah, here it is. Um, the oh, the Vietnam term, War. Cherry, cherry Marine. Cherry is that Marine. A, that's a common phrase that's in the military. <laughs> it's, see, the thing is, I you know, they're guys and they're girls, and I just came from such a uh, a real prudish culture. Yeah. You know. That's fine. You came from a normal culture. I, and and I'm not not judging them, but they um, the Vietnam War. I know a lot about that about the Maxog program and the Phoenix program because George was involved with a very important part of that. Not important really, but he um, he and Al Gray and Louis Buell and Michael O'Boyle and um, Ollie Whipple um, were, do you remember the Mangas and the um, Pueblo? Was it the, the? Oh, the seizure of that little ship? Yeah. yeah. This was, it's, it's run by the mob then. It was, it was a mob military uh, partnership, joint. It's a joint operation in Korea and in Vietnam. The highest levels of the Marine Corps and the Army in those special operations levels, the, the individuals are actually in the mob. New You're Jersey, talking about the mafia type mob? I'm talking about the Brooklyn, New Jersey mob. My husband, Al Gray, Sheehan, they're all... Brooklyn, Cap, Cap Weinberger, um, the Heinz Kissinger, there's the Boston mob, which was shipping weapons back and forth to Northern Ireland. Um, and I don't want to get too deeply involved in that, but it goes, Israel, some of the, the Zionists who came over from Germany, according to my husband, were, um, so he works with those people. The they do a lot of money laundering in, in the banks, cash transactions for the drugs that they're bringing over mm -hmm. uh, through Latin America, the, the Southern Mafia, the Dixie Mafia, which is now my husband's involved with in, in Miami. The military are all involved once they retire. They're, um, you know, they go into this drug and secondary weapons sale. And um, before I forget, I want to uh, find the name of this um, Russian who worked with uh, Al Gray, who was my husband's boss. And 
trying to see where I where I wrote it. Um, I may have to look and find that another. It's no trouble at all. How are we doing over there, guys? Sound good? We're, how much time is that rolled on the clock? On your clock? You can speak. So. Twenty minutes. Twenty. Okay, good. I I can't find it right now. I'll find it. Um, the, uh, Vietnam was really important, uh, because a lot of experiments were done on boys who went over there. Mm -hmm. I had, since my husband disappeared and since I, they have been, um, psychologically, um, trying to destroy me, financially trying to destroy me, uh, because I'm telling the truth, the, his first wife, I know, was murdered. Okay. She was, um, according to a psychiatrist whose name I probably won't give because he's an honorable man, um, I was given permission before I went public mm-hmm. with Sarah McClendon at the press club anonymously, but they knew who I was on, on the uh, 3rd of July, 1996 was when I came out with a small group of people. Um, but before that time, they, they were trying to handle me, to try and uh, get me to be quiet. They tried threatening me and so forth. Um, and I'm trying to remember where, where I was, what I was going to, the point I was going to make. Um, I can't remember now what I was saying. Ah, it was something important. Oh, yeah, General Jim Joy. Um, I called General Jim Joy on the phone. I was trying to find where my husband was because I didn't know whether I'd have any money to eat, you know, food to eat or what. He just walked away, and I knew that the Marine Corps knew where he was. But I was being handled psychologically. Um on the 4th of March, my home was broken into. They had elaborate plans to handle me. The 4th of March, 96. 1996. 96. And keep in mind, he had disappeared on the 28th of December. Of 96. Of 90, yeah, 96, 95. Okay, uh-huh. So put yourself in my shoes. Um, I have no idea where he is. He's done this before, but... And each time, I was totally traumatized. Um, so I get... What happened during this break-in? Well, they were looking for the diary, which I have here. Okay. Um, I don't have the original copy, but th- this is the diary. Okay. Can you lift that up? So yeah, can... sure. Yeah, just... This is, this is it. It's his Beirut diary. Kind of hold on. So... Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this is it. Okay. And it's in his handwriting. Um, the Beirut diary tells how the, um, intelligence community, the, um, Army and Marine Corps assassins, snipers, are, uh, how, how they operate in a city during a crisis. My husband was the, the liaison between the White House and President Jamal. So he, my husband is a friend of Skrokoff. McFarland's a Marine. All of these men are personal friends of George's. Colby, 
I spoke with personally on the phone. Two weeks later, he was murdered. Um, he went to Princeton. My husband knew him. He knew my husband. Um, he told me, uh, Colby told me that. Oh, this is General Colby? No, this is William Colby, who was head of the CIA. Oh, okay, yeah. Who was murdered in a... Uh, so-called building I, I know exactly how that happened because, you see, the SEAL teams, SEAL Team 6, mm-hmm. uh, 4, 6, and 8 on the East Coast, and then the odd numbers on the West Coast. And some of the people who are affiliated with the SEAL, mm-hmm. um, I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to say it. But well, I, I said it, it wouldn't be hard for a seal to to come from underwater and tip the boat over and make sure the man's dead, that sort of thing. The Israelis train with the seal. They do a lot of wet ops murders okay. over here because of some sort of arrangement. So the young boys, I met um, three young assassins on a bus going up back and forth to Sarah as I went on the bus Mm -hmm. because they were sabotaging my car so often. So I uh, sat next to two young assassins, one from Romania, one from Haiti. And I let them know that I understand, you know, how it is. And this little boy cried. I I won't mention which which one it was because it may get back to him. But... He told me it was the same scenario. His mother, he lives on $850 a month. Now, these are mercenaries working. The taxpayers are paying mercenaries. The taxpayers are paying young men who are not citizens of the United States to kill innocent people, women and children. They get on a flight from Norfolk and Oceana. Mm-hmm. They fly to Stuttgart, and I was told this. This is this is what they do. Then they go by a special helicopter to countries like uh, Turkey, like um, the part of Iraq, to uh, uh, um, Algeria, to parts of Africa, and they do wet ops. They'll just you know, murdered five, ten, twenty people. And then they blame it on the Arabs or they blame it on somebody else. But it's actually NATO rogue assassins because there are men from Australia, uh, South Africa, uh, Britain that I've been able to determine and a lot of these other little countries that are, are sort of wanting to get into um, into NATO who are, they have little boys that they pick out and they call them special. They use the word special meaning elite, irregular in order to entice these boys because they don't have much ego. Mm-hmm. So if you call being a criminal, in other words, they are protected. They know that they are above the law. That's what they, my husband's above the law. Judge John Moore is above the law. Colonel Barry Cantor, my husband's JAG colonel lawyer, is above the law. Um, Grover Wright, 
Marine Corps. All of these, a lot of these guys who were judges had their wives gotten rid of. Judge John Moore had his first wife uh, thrown into a mental institution before he became a judge. He battered her. He, and, and I spoke with a, a man who has a purple heart, who, two people who knew Hannah very well. And Hannah Moore, deeply in love with her husband, he got back from Vietnam. He was an army ranger. He battered her. He physically and psychologically abused her. And she started screaming, you know, doing what I, because I was battered and bruised. And a lot of wives are by these, these Vietnam vets. But if they're a colonel or if they're a rising star, the wife has got to be crazy because you, they've got too much invested mm-hmm. in these men. And it's a very small cult. I mean, they, I have heard the things that they do when they're colonels. It's some of the same things that they do in cap and gown, which is the Princeton version of skull and bones. My husband went to Princeton after he went to the Hun school for four years. Okay, now we should probably um, clarify a little bit about, you mentioned skull and bones, and many of the people wouldn't be familiar with that, and the cap and gown. So what, what are these... Uh, these clubs that these young inductees are pulled into, secret societies. Secret societies. And, um, and the, again, is this to make them feel super special? Yeah. And also put a control on them yeah. so that you never tell these secrets? Yeah. Um, That's it. You have got it. You know, I've, I've heard um, a lot of child molesters. I mean, people who are not connected with military, just plain old child molesters, will molest a child and then tell them, now if you ever tell. You know, they'll take a cat and strangle it and kill it or something. This is what I'm going to do to your mother. This is yeah. what I'll do to you. Yeah. Bad things will happen if you ever tell. That's right. And children grow up uh, believing that I must never, ever tell. And they don't, generally. That's right. Unless someone comes along to help them see the light and come out. Yeah. Of it. And what happens is that you have the cover-up. There are so many stories where the story of this Satanism and this child abuse starts to come to light and immediately the lid goes on because the system controls the various aspects that can keep the lid on. This is just one example. It's endless numbers around the world. The Franklin cover-up. It was an investigation by this guy, John W. DeCamp, who was former state senator in Nebraska. And he started investigating this guy, Lawrence King, a major Republican who sang the um, American National Anthem in um, 1984 and 1988, I think it was, at the uh, Republican convention. And he was investigating him for financial fraud through an organization called the Franklin Savings and Loans. But then he discovered that he's running a pedophile ring and and, and providing children for the biggest names in America. And he wrote this book, The Franklin Cover-Up, Child Abuse, Satanism, again, they go together all the time, and murder in Nebraska. And what happened? Some of it got into this Washington uh, Times, a mainstream newspaper, the connection to the Reagan-Bush administration, but most of it was totally covered up. I've been writing in my books now since 1998 that Father George Bush is a notorious pedophile, child torturer, child killer, and serial killer of adults as well. Said it on American radio. Still waiting for a response. 
And, and, and this, this is one example, a, a lady who became a friend of mine, Kathy O'Brien, who was in the American government mind control project since she was a kid. And uh, met her many times. She still corresponds with me now and again. And I've met her daughter that she was talking about. Lovely, lovely girl. Totally shattered by these people. And that's one example of millions and millions that are going on around the world. And this is what she said in a book, Transformation of America. Kelly's bleeding rectum was but one of many physical indicators of George Bush's pedophile perversions. I have overheard him speak blatantly of his sexual abuse of her on many occasions. He used this and threats to her life to pull my strings and control me. The psychological ramifications of being raped by a pedophile president are mind-shattering enough. But reportedly, Bush further reinforced the traumas to Kelly's mind with sophisticated NASA electronic and drug mind control devices. Bush also instilled the who you're going to call and I'll be watching you binds on Kelly, further reinforcing her state of helplessness. The systematic tortures and trauma that I um, endured as a child now seem trite by comparison. They're not. I know what she went through. Uh, to the brutal physical and psychological devastation that George Bush inflicted on my daughter. And that's just one of these people on, uh, uh, involving one of the victims of this. It's incredible, the scale of it, and it's going on in this country. And what happens? The wall goes up. This is what DeCamp found. Suddenly ranks uh, are pulled in, and the media won't touch it, the uh, uh, social services won't touch it, the police won't touch it, politicians won't touch it. It's the blueprint. It's how it works. And uh, the Discovery Channel program, produced by Yorkshire Television, was about to go to air um, exposing that Franklin cover-up and the, the, the pedophile connections. Bingo, it was censored and pulled just before it was going to air. Never see the light of day, although you can get it on the internet, because one copy survived. Okay, that tells you a little bit about the cults and satanic cults and uh, preschools. By the way, um, Dr. Roland Summit, psychiatrist at UCLA, has told me that he's also involved in these issues, that he has intelligence information and otherwise, that there are more than 50 preschools around the country where they claim that there's been sexual ritual abuse and tunnels are located under the schools, over more than 50 of them. The uh, McMartin family traveled all over the world because they were experts in putting preschools together, organizing them, showing them how to build the schools and so forth. There were more than 5,500 children went through this McMartin school from the time it was built in 1966 until 1983 when this uh, incident was alleged to have taken place. Um, <clears throat> the cults use these two, three, and four-year-old children for two, several purposes. Number one, they use them for pornography pornographic films. There's a lot of money, $10 billion a year in a pornographic business in this country. They use them in their initiation. They consider them initiated into the cult, even though their parents don't know about it. And um, they, uh, they use them uh, as, um, uh, as um, part of their ceremonies. In other words, they need children in certain ceremonies. Um, now, in, I've, been, I've been asked, I've been told, well, now, don't tell me the kid's if they witnessed a human sacrifice or the sacrifice of a baby, that they wouldn't go home and tell their parents about it. But I'll tell you what a little girl in the McMartin case told me. And she actually she told her mother, and her mother told me. 
she told her mother that <clears throat> she witnessed these sacrifices and that on one occasion after her mother dropped her off in the morning and before the mother picked her up at night, she was taken to her bedroom, back to her home. They went into the house. They sexually molested her in the home, in the bedroom. They left a little token there. They took her little baby kitten, took the kitten into the school, and had a ceremony and sacrifice the kitten in front of her. Then they told the little girl, they said, if you talk to your mother or your father, we're going to do this to your mother, your father, and your little brother. Now, don't tell me that a kid's going to talk under those conditions. They're petrified. They also talked about men coming in and sexually molesting them, dressed in uh, police uniforms, dressed as Santa Claus, and so forth. I'm sorry to say that the Bureau has changed. There's no question about it. The FBI today, in 1996, is being used by the politicians to further their games and their goals. So there are a few things that have happened to me, some major matters that have happened to me since my retirement. And most recently, I was giving a lecture in Las Vegas, and I sat at the head table next to a gentleman. And this gentleman in his day had been in naval intelligence, and he was telling me that on December the 4th, 1941, three days before Pearl Harbor, he was in the communications room in Washington, D.C., a naval intelligence officer, and we received, the U.S. government received a communication, an intercept of Japanese uh, uh, message that had been sent, and we had broken the Japanese code, and this message stated that we were going to bomb Pearl Harbor on December the 7th. He was very elated to have received this. He passed it up to his superior. His superior passed it on. After the war was over, he came back to Washington, D.C., and was told he was going to have to testify. They had a congressional hearing on this. He was given a subpoena. His boss called him in and said, even though you have a subpoena, you're not going to testify. And he said, well, I don't understand this. He says, look, you don't understand now. Someday you will. You're not going to testify. And he didn't testify. Now, it's been documented, and I've heard it on a number of occasions, that we knew about Pearl Harbor in advance. This is the first time I've had information directly from a person who was aware of this. I also received some information recently in my tours and lectures and what have you. I did a TV show in Long Beach, California. One of the gentlemen involved in the show was in the U.S. Army at one time. He told me that in the spring of 1973, we had bombed all of the North Vietnamese uh, supply lines. We had mined their harbors. They were cut off. And one of his associates was in the communication room in Saigon. And this is, of course, a classified job. And when he was in this room, he received this message from the North Vietnamese. We surrender unconditionally. He passed it on to his superiors, and all Army personnel were immediately ushered out and replaced by State Department personnel. It was shortly thereafter that Kissinger met uh, with the North Vietnamese officials in Paris, France. Why do these things happen? Why did we not take advantage of the advance notice of Pearl Harbor? And why is it necessary for us to uh, be a subservient to North Vietnam when we obviously have won. I think at the end of this lecture, you may have the answer. In fact, I'm sure you'll have the answer. I think you'll understand much better than you do and have in recent years. And you see, my husband is frightened to death. I believe that his brother 
was murdered to keep him in because he had gone through four years of this mind control. And the, the man who did it, I'll, I'll, you can see this on the video, his name was Charles Caddock and another man named Alexander Robinson. Okay, Charles Caddock. Caddock. And the other one? Alexander Robinson. Alexander Robinson was a Marine, very well-connected uh, Presbyterian family, mm-hmm. whose um, family member was the influential one who brought over the Saudi, the original Saudi head of Saudi Arabia was very, George told me all this um, about um, Mohammed Faisal, Khalid Faisal, and Saud Faisal. And there were something like 32 brothers of, of the, the then in the, in the mid-50s, the, the ordained, you know, whoever was head of Saudi Arabia. It was actually the United States who chose that person because the United States, through Charles Caddock and that group, murdered the, the good one, the one who was, who, whom everybody liked, who was well-educated, and who was normal. In, I believe it was 1952, 1953, 1954, in Paris, the universal Saudi, the well-educated Saudi, was poisoned. And what was his name? Charles Caddock. Um, I don't suppose it's all that important, but anyway. I'm trying to remember. I think it was um, Fahim, or I. It, he, he died in Paris. And so his brother, his half brother, or whatever, who was the father of all these 32 boys, and the three oldest now were snuck into the United States. I'm, I have a degree in history, Virginia history, undergraduate degree, and master's in Scottish history. And being a Southerner, we always look at, you know, past as prologue. And, um, and I jumped into the Saudi Arabian books to try and find out something about the Hun School, which is in Princeton, started by a physicist connected with Einstein in that group. So I was looking for the Hun School because I knew they went there. And they're in all the brochures. They're very proud to say, you know, we have the Saudi royals went here. President Cheeseborough bragged about going over there and being wined and dined, and you know. So I, uh, I only found one reference, but it was a reference that said something like they went to a a prep school in the United States is all they said. Well, it was the Hun school. And my husband was one of the playmates. Um, Charles Caddock was the bodyguard, quote unquote, teacher mm-hmm. for these guys. So they would go out and play in the woods and they were doing homosexual things with them. You know, I mean, they were, there was a lot of money. They bought a big house. Yeah. And so. Okay, now I, I, I was momentarily distracted. Okay. Uh, explain to me a little bit about this, um, the homosexual event here. Well, 
George, for the first three years of our marriage, was drinking entirely too much. And he, he was trying to let me know about his world. And I'm not judging him. He's, he's a bisexual. Okay. And he, need, he needed help. He needed help. He needed love. He needed Christ. He yeah. still does. Mm-hmm. He really needs help. And the handlers knew that I was changing him. I was taking him away from this crazy mm-hmm. cult right. that he'd been in all these years. And, I mean, we were going to church. He even walked down the aisle one time when Tony Evans preached at Scope. I mean, he was overwhelmed. And At Scope? No, at is- Scope in Norfolk. It's a big auditorium. Okay. And so, um, but he was a little boy when he was, it, it's mind control. Uh, uh, MK Ultra, somebody said, they had a group of men, psychiatrists in New Jersey. I don't know where this place was, but they would go and his, even his roommates in Princeton told me about it. George never, in, intentionally, he never introduced me to any of his friends. So I had to cold call all these people. I got their names, their addresses, telephone numbers. I called all these roommates at the Hunt School and at Princeton. Mm-hmm. They told me things about George and, you know, holding hands with, you know, with Caddick and other people about being a cheerleader and, Going off and, and so forth. No, a cheerleader. This is a kind of a, a, a trade name, right? No, he was a, he was the cheerleader for the, um, the at Princeton. At Princeton, okay. and he traveled with the football team. Okay. And here is a guy like that. They put him in the Marine Corps. I don't think that was very nice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was hard for him. But. But it was part of the part of the the, the long term vision. Absolutely. They wanted him long-term, and it's because of the Saudis. This is what I believe and what his roommate believes. Um, he had a roommate uh, at Princeton who was also at the Hunt. Dear, dear, wonderful. Uh, his, his mother, his mother is, is an Anglican. His father was a Jewish doctor from Brooklyn, and um, Jack is a dear. And we, we talk to each other a lot on the phone. Um, George sort of, you know, dismissed him because George was getting in with a, another crowd. George got into cap and gown, which is the same kind of fraternity. I mean, it's a, an eating club at Princeton uh-huh. uh, for intelligence officers. It's, it's cap and gown. Would they have anybody <clears throat> involved that wasn't intelligence oriented? Uh, football players and so forth. But I have a feeling that um, cap and gown has a lot of intelligence officers and uh, boys who may have been raped. Of course, they'd never talk about it. Right. But um, I know that the initiation is they get very drunk, and even in the Marine Corps they do that. It's called dining in. They have the shellback um, ceremony. They, they do a lot of um, homosexual enticement the boys are when they when they come in when they're new recruits they strip them nude they violate their personal parts um there's 
a lot of that is going on. What about even uh, now. Uh, tail hook? Yeah. Sure connection. Yeah, sure. Because this the the cream of the crop is is doing this. They're having group sex parties. That was a that was a Navy operation too, wasn't it? Yeah, and but the Navy and the Marine Corps. Of course not. Maybe we had. Maybe we had a for those <laughs> that, another... that that tail hook. They don't know anything about tail hook. Was uh, refresh our memories. Well, tail tail hook. In fact, I I when I was single in Norfolk, um, I I know one of the people who was deeply involved with tail hook, who is was the captain of the Saratoga was very much involved with this kind of behavior. Um, and um, I know a lot about the see I never I never put I never thought about group sex. That this is so awful for me to contemplate that these orgies are going on all over the Mediterranean, that the captains, lieutenants, the men who rise to the top are the ones who are picked to play the games, the pool parties, the nude pool parties. And they have the secretaries who come in. I've talked to three guys and, of course, my husband mm-hmm. who, who went to these parties. But they, what they do is, and this is General Al Gray, who was the main prime mover, mm-hmm. um, they would go to a place like Esle Rosé, where Charles Caddock, this teacher who inducted, uh-huh. got my husband into it. He retired in one of these all-male party houses in, on the Mediterranean. I mean, that's where he... And my husband kept up with him all through the years. And, and but I, the, these sex parties and orgies, they're all... Homosexual in nature, or well, is they just start some off. They start off with what with the wild secretaries. It's kind of, you know, my husband did did those in Indonesia. He did them at a place in in uh, uh, northern Virginia with his first wife. I did not know any of this. Mm-hmm. I knew absolutely none of this when I married him. He told me he was loyal to his wife. He wanted me to think he was just apple pie because yeah. I'm. I'm just a one man. When I when I took that oath to marry him, right. love, honor, and obey, that's me. Um, but he, um, when he was married to his first wife, was just an, an addict. He was a sexual addict, an alcoholic addict. He loves, you know, terror, and his his whole little soul was just being sucked away from him. Desperately, and he really he needs Christ. He he needed he needed me day in and day out. He did not need to be. What he's doing now is is running more of these operations. You know, as you describe this, I I can't help but think of Bill Clinton. Well, of course he was. He was one of those profile boys. Uh-huh. But the difference between Bill Clinton, and I'm not saying Bill Clinton's better. Bill Clinton did not. Go, he didn't know anything about the assassination. Bill Clinton, when I was living with Sarah McClendon, the senior White House correspondent who saved my life, but she said, Mrs. Griggs, you get up here to Washington right now or you're dead. You're going to be dead. 
and I still feel as though I probably will be. Um, I'll certainly be financially ruined. Um, they are still doing uh, psychological operations in my home, sabotaging my car, messing with my tele telephone, my radio. Um, you cannot believe what I've been through in, in the last two years. It is, it is horrible. And it's being done to other women and other wives and other men who don't go along with the program. They are murdering Marines. They're murdering sailors. These are the tactics that they use. Um, they criticize the government. These some of these people that some of the people that they they pulled out of the woodwork in order that they will be accepted in uh, patriot circles, and then. Um, these people criticize people like me, and they think they can be accepted, and it discredits me. Now, is this COINTEL Pro program and this disinformation program on the Internet, has it affected my life? You bet it has, because I'm not being invited to these big conferences anymore where I could give a lecture in front of three, four, five hundred people. This is exactly what the rogue covert criminal government enterprise wants. That's why they do it. So uh, what's, the, uh, what's the reward for me? Now, I'm going to tell you what's happened to me in the last 30 years. And I'm not telling you just because I'm looking for pity or I'm looking for sympathy or anything. These are facts. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what's happened to me, I've had uh, three contracts on my life. Okay. I've had two other probable contracts. And I will give you just a little detail about the contracts that were put on me so that you will understand it's not just talk right off the top of my head. Um, I might mention that in two of these instances, through divine intervention, I did not go home. Uh, I lived in uh, 500 South Kelton in Westwood. This was... Uh, uh, this was in the 1980s or mid-1980s. And I had a, a door. I lived in a triplex, and my door opened up onto the street. The landlady who lived behind me on the, on the second floor came home one morning, 1.30 in the morning, and here's two guys sitting across from my front door in a car. And one of them gets out and walks over to her. Do you know where Ted Gunnarsson lives? And I told her, if anybody ever asks about me, you don't know me. And of course she said no, she didn't know. Well, she told me that the next day. And I made some phone calls and I learned that there was a contract on me. And um, fortunately I do have some good sources and it's kept me alive. But what really has kept me alive is on that particular night, I didn't go home. I stayed at a friend's house at the last minute. So I say it's through divine intervention that I didn't go home on that particular night. So one of the, my contacts says, I used to work with, and he gave me his name, who is known as the cocaine king of the West Coast. Let me go talk to him. Let's go talk to him. So there were one, two, three, four of us, and we went to talk to the cocaine king of the West Coast. And we go in, fellow comes to the door, lets us in, 
We had an appointment. It was on a Monday. He escorts us into the parlor, and then he takes us from the parlor into another room, and we sit down, and a little dog comes in about this big and smelled all of us and sat down at my feet and went to sleep. And the, quote, quote, king, king of the West Coast comes in, looks at the four of us. My dog likes you. I like you. And I'm saying, well, I'm sure happy about that. <laughs> to myself, of course. So the quote, king of the, of the uh, West Coast um, tells the other three to scat out of the room and sits down with me. And he says, how many children do you have? Well, I know what the message meant. You know, if you screw up, I, you know, your kids' lives are in danger. Then I told him. Then he pulls this artist's conception. He had a copy of the artist's conception. And he said, who gave this to you? And I said, if you're going to do harm to him, I'm not going to tell you. I'll take the heat myself. And he was kind of miffed about that. He said, I didn't say I was going to do anything. And I said, okay, promise you won't, and I'll tell you. So I told him the story about the accountant and so on and so forth. And uh, he said, okay. He said, let me make a phone call. I'll be right back. So he left the room, and he came back. He says, you're right. you got a hit on you. I can take care of one of them. I can't take care of the other one. I said, well, I got two hits on me? Yeah. So I said, well, take care of the one, and I'll see what I can do about the other one. And uh, so he left and came back again. He said, okay, I made a phone call. Uh, don't go home or to your office until Friday. This was Monday. So I lived in a hotel room that whole week with a gun under my pillow. And I didn't move. I paid cash for the room. That was before you had to furnish identification. And it's kind of interesting because every time somebody walked down the hall in the middle of the night, I would wake up. And it was after that that I, uh, by the way, that hit was taken off. Uh, thanks to him. He called me later and asked me to do a favor about six months later, and uh, I won't need to go into that. But the point of this story is divine intervention. I didn't go home that night. A friend of mine said, stay with me this night, and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. And so ended, anyway, I ended up uh, driving to, I had some friends drive me to Dallas. I remember I slept in the back of the car, in the back seat of the car, for like 21 hours a whole, that's how long it took to drive to Dallas, because I hadn't had any sleep in a week. And then while I was over there, I'm saying to myself, I gotta get rid of this other head. This is all New World Order stuff. This is all Illuminati, okay? They put hits out on people all the time. Don't bat an eye. So I'm over there and I get a call from a fellow in Les Angeles, come over, I want to talk to you. And this particular person um, had some pretty good contacts because he knew about my situation. He knew I had two hits put on me at the same time. And uh, long story short, this particular person was able to take the second hit off of me. That was just one. On another occasion, 1986, um, I said to myself, you know, I've had enough cops and robbers in my life. I'm getting out, and I'm going to go in business for myself. Divine intervention, again. The good Lord wasn't going to let me get out of this work that I'm doing. And I invested every dime I had, and I lost it all. And so I had to go back in to private investigation work. 
didn't have to because I had a pretty good retirement check. Um, so this fellow, I was living with uh, my business partner and his wife and kid. My business partner went overseas, went to Argentina, I think it was. And uh, I was, uh, he was gone for a while. And then my daughter had a road trip and I house sat for her. And on that particular night, an individual, and I found out later his name was Bill Menser, known as Charles Manson II, came into the house about 11 o'clock. She was on the third floor, it was a tri-level, and heard him coming in. And uh, the dog went bananas, she closed the door, went to the telephone to make a phone call. Didn't work because the phone down in the kitchen had been taken off the hook. And uh, she sat there and waited it out, got her gun out. He didn't come upstairs. Again, I made some phone calls, and I didn't go home that night because when my daughter came back from her road trip, I was staying in her house, and we decided to watch a movie at the last minute. So divine intervention. Absolutely no question about it. And the other two probables are, I don't need to go into them, but uh, there was a, a fellow who was hanging around my P.O. box for quite a while, and I'd have to send somebody else in to pick up my mail. This is all this is all New World Order, as I said a few moments ago. This is all what they do. They kill people. And Kucinich, not Kucinich, but um, I forget, his, uh, the, the congressman, huh? No, there's a congressman from Ohio. That I think it's Kucinich. Yeah, he uh, has asked for an inquiry into the CIA hit teams that are operating in this country today. Okay, he's asked for an inquiry, but nobody's paying attention to him. Uh, that's just one. I had, uh, I can't tell you how many illegal burglaries, illegal entries I've had into my home. It's like Grand Central Station. They're in and out of there, uh, and it's unbelievable. Um, I took a trip when I was in Nebraska. I was gone for about three weeks. I came back. And I had uh, my research, 500 boxes of research over a period of years, stored in the third bedroom. They helped themselves to 200 boxes of my research. Okay? Uh, they're in and out of my car on a regular basis. I can, right here in LA. This is Queen Vita from Memphis 10, and you are listening to WGAG Radio. Hey, this is Wing Chung of the TWS Archangels, and you're listening to WGAG Radio. What up? This Young Mayhem, and you tune in to WGAG Radio. This is Yusuf L with Private Side Solutions, and you're listening to WGAG Radio. Keep it locked right here. Hey, this is Katie. My mom listening to WGAG Radio. Hi, this is Denise from Las Vegas, and you're listening to WGAG Radio. This is the Beard out of North Carolina. I tune in to the Don Nicoleone Show, WGAG Radio. 
yeah, what up? This the gods, I can ride. WGAG Radio, live from Brooklyn, you hurt? Hi, this is Mind Sleeper from Houston, Texas, and you're listening to WGAG Radio. What up, people? This is Jah Elohim Bay from Tennessee, and you are listening to WGAG Radio. What they do? This humble live MIA. You now tuning in to the Don Leon Show on WGAG Radio, nigga. This is Fifty and Retired, just outside of Chicago. And we listen to the Don Nicoleone Show on WGAD Radio. Hi, my name is Juana Braxton, and of course I'm chilling with my girl, Don Nicoleone. Hi, I'm Dr. Heavenly Thompson, married to Medicis, and I'm with Don Nicoleone. I'm Renee Lawless, Catherine Cryer on Tyler Perry's The Haves and The Have Nots, right here on the Donna Corleone Show. Hola, me llamo Tiana. Tu escucha WGAD Radio. This is Arrested Development, and we want to shout out WGAG Radio. Right, see. Hey. What's up, everybody? It's Dondria Nicole, and you're checking out WGAG Radio. It's your boy, Jahan Jones, with WGAG Radio. Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Demetria McKinney, letting you know that I am hanging out with WGAG Radio. Hi, we're Skate, and you know we're kicking it with WGAG Radio. Hi, I'm Evelyn Braxton. And I'm Trina Braxton from Braxton Company Values, and you are rocking it with WGAG Radio. What up, y'all? It's Jermaine Dupree, and I'm chilling with WGAG Radio. Yeah. Hi, my name is Ashley Love Mills, and I'm here with WGAG Radio. Yo, this is Larez Tate, and uh, I love you. What's happening, y'all? This is Ed Lover. You're listening to WGAG Radio. That's right. Keep it locked right here. This your boy, Tony, calling from Mempho 10 Yeah, yeah, man. WGAG motherfucking radio. Shout out to Don Nicole Young, the producer, the engineer, the creator, the inception maker. God damn it. The bitch walk a nigga from behind the eight ball through the circle of time and deep in the reservoir of your motherfucking mind. And so if you don't fuck with the Don and you don't fuck with WGAG, you're probably brain dead. Probably brain dead, motherfuckers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Don Nicoleon Show, baby. Hope y'all enjoyed that first hour. That was hour number two, the second hour of the Captain Griggs uh, interview with, um, can't think of the name of the pastor. Right now. <laughs> However, just in case some of y'all brains been swiped and memory been erased, this same pastor, this uh, 
FM station, just for a reminder, he was number he was the top radio broadcaster second. It was only two. One by your devil friend who everybody was tuning into and him. Remember that? And um when he took on Catherine Griggs uh interviewing shit by way of the lady that worked at the White House that she mentioned, um your devil friend, the government, started to look into the guy, and because he was doing piracy-type radio, they shut his station down, and um, they started trying to audit him, and so that was the end of his career. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, uh, oh, my goodness, give me one second. My eyes are burning, Your Honor. So anyway, um, welcome to the Don Nicole Young Show. We'll be in the third hour come uh, Monday. Oh, and um, yesterday's show, as far as YouTube is concerned, they didn't take it down, but they blocked it. Like, what the fuck that mean? That means it's taken down, ain't it done? That means it's blocked. They blocked it, but it's not a strike, so I don't have to go to jail or be banned from YouTube, but I'm so ready to take this show from YouTube to Discord. Um, and that way we can all just start watching the movies, text and chat and all that shit, stream live, um, BTR into Discord like we do in the after party and all that fucking shit. I ain't got time for this whole ass shit. So you won't find the show yesterday, episode 10 on YouTube, okay? It's not even even posted on the channel page, all right? So um, it's blocked from the United States, basically. But if you lived in China, you've been able to watch it. <laughs> if you live in China or goddamn Africa, some fucking where, you'll be able to see it. It's, I can't even see the video, the um, thing. But you can actually go to like Don Nicole on Facebook page or WGAG Radio page on Facebook, and you'll see it, and you click on it, you'll see that it says, uh, we block this shit, age, uh, discretion, if you're over 18, click on the shit, or something like that. Read it. You'll see it. Just go to WGAG Radio Facebook page, scroll down, look for um, the YouTube show, uh, episode uh, 10, or my Facebook page, but then you got to scroll a long way down to find that show from yesterday. But you click on the YouTube, and it'll tell you what the problem was and all this type of shit. They said it was offensive or some old shit to the um, YouTube community, you know, like something like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, so they put an age restriction on it so no kids can watch it. I, I my mind told me I didn't click this show is not for children. It was like, you need to go back and recheck. I don't think you click this not for fucking kids. So I think what they did was because I didn't click it when I set the show initially for YouTube, I didn't click not for fuck, not for goddamn ugly-ass, loose-neck, retarded-ass fucking babies. And because I didn't, um, that's why they blocked it. You know what I'm saying? That's why they blocked it. So um, that was all. That's why you're going to have to click on and prove that you're 18 and up, that type of shit. That's all. That's all it was. So it's no strike. It's just I totally forgot. So what they did was put the restriction on it. That's it, okay? So, um, but, again, I'm sick of these motherfuckers. 
Man, I feel like a slave, goddamn sick of these goddamn crackers on the plantation. I'm just trying to find a way out. Hey, we going, we going up north now. We going up north. Anybody want to go up north? We got to go up north. We got to get the fuck out of here after this shit. So, um, yeah, that's that. So, great day, everybody. Welcome to the Don Nicole Young Show. Because you already know, baby, new time is 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please believe it. Uh, so we are got, oh, shit, let me just say, great day to all my folks that's tuning in. One time for the people on the call lines. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Hope all is well. Everybody over there in the after party, 24-hour voice-activated chat room. But we also got Discord now. Special shout-out to everybody that showed up on Discord last night, courtesy of Nefertiti Surviving the Game, playing this four, I think it was maybe a four-hour video that I talked about, um, I don't know, I think on Friday and and, um, Thursday. I just couldn't stop talking about it. And so um, we watched it. This is my second time, but I still miss certain parts of it and everything. But... But courtesy of Nefertiti taking her time and playing it, staying up with us, where it's kind of early over there. But special shout-out to Aset, because she the one that gave me the video. So, that's that. So the call-in number, if you need it, is 425-569-5274. That'll get you into the call. But if you're on Discord, you can also say, bitch, open my mic. And so I could, uh, oh, shit so I could talk on the show or some more shit. You know how the shit go. We'll figure it out. But other than that, man, great day to everybody over there in the after party. Hope all is well with you. That shit bigger old Sean than an old ugly ass, loose neck ass fucking kids. I'm never gonna figure fuck about no goddamn kids. <laughs> great day, sweet old Sean. Fuck. Inappropriate for fucking kids and this sick ass YouTube girl. All types of shit, right? Like motherfuckers. So it's interesting, too, because we're not inappropriate for children. You know what I'm saying? Well, I ain't going to say we. I'm just going to say I'm not inappropriate for children, okay? I'm, yeah, yeah, like me personally, me. Like Don Nicoleone, WJG Radio, we are not inappropriate for children. However, they say it, inappropriate for fucking kids. Get the fuck out of here. And nobody goddamn listen. Y'all let y'all fucking, these motherfuckers not let their kids. And Disney, and Disney is appropriate for fucking children. Disney is appropriate when they have a whole goddamn board meeting on putting goddamn homosexual characters in fucking Disney to be fucking inside a goddamn a Disney goddamn cartoon that's geared towards children. Really? Really? And then had a little whole board. You remember that board conversation, Sweet O'Shun? You know what I'm saying? With these goddamn fucking fuzzy, wuzzy, bunny, face-ass men and goddamn stupid-ass bitches. Remember that shit? They were all like head of Disney. You remember that? Did you ever see that? They, they, um, they had a Zoom meeting. Yeah, you've you seen it. You remember. Yeah, they ain't wiped your brain yet, Sweet O'Shun. Hell yeah. Yeah. Talking about how we're going to, um, you know, create characters to fuck kids' minds up even worse than shit than what the fuck it already is. <laughs> like, I, 
saying we're inappropriate for children. Okay, why? Because we got them telling children, watch out for child molesters, teachers, doctors, and government workers and shit. Okay. Can somebody explain to me why? Uh, okay. Yeah, so any motherfucking way, man, get the fuck out of here. What did we talk about yesterday? What children need to fucking know. They, they the future, ain't they? Ain't children got damn future around this bitch. White people, man, I hate white society. We got to get the fuck out of white society, man. They uh, cover their children's ears on everything, so next thing you know, they get snatched up, end up on a milk fucking carton forever and shit, you know? Because they don't teach them a goddamn thing. They don't tell the truth to them or none of that shit. Y'all know white people still lie. They're still liars. They are the liars, the devil forever. They lie, they hide, they conceal shit from their children. I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that. I got a problem when black people do that shit. Don't conceal nothing to your fucking kids, you ignorant-ass wannabe white motherfuckers. We do that shit, concealing the truth from them motherfuckers. They find out they're going to be mad as hell at your goddamn man. We got nigga kids. Nigga kids don't play that shit. They'll write that shit down. The bitch, the day I found out something and the bitch didn't tell me about it, she already knew. <laughs> they start writing shit down and shit. I know a real nigga child till they get mind fucked. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know some nigga kids that got mind fucked and, and, you know, I feel sorry for them. They're probably like in their 20s now. Perfect. Let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I don't give a fuck how y'all come at me. You, I don't give a damn if you come out the bag. I don't give a shit. But let me tell you something. It's going to piss the motherfuckers off. No man should raise a child. Okay? All right. Now I'm going to piss some more motherfuckers off. No White people, white persons should raise a child. <laughs> Which is why they go grab black women to this day. Why does white men and white women families grab a black woman? If black man got it all figured the fuck out, yelling that the fathers ain't in the goddamn house in the black community, why do Mr. and Mrs. Whitey go find a black woman to care for their child when they are there or not there around the child. Ain't that some shit? Why ain't nobody looking for a goddamn black man, motherfuckers? Why everybody looking for a black woman to care for the children? It could be a white baby boy, fat born. We got to get a black woman. We got to get a black woman to care for him, Jimmy, to care for him, Jim, Tim, Larry, Jerry, Carrie. We got to get a black woman, right? They go on vacations. Y'all, listen, I don't know where the fuck y'all be looking. I've been around, I've been living around white people since I married a goddamn doctor and became a judge. They got a nigga with them on vacation every time, caring for the goddamn dog baby, okay? Now, why? 
Oh, yes. It's kind of debunk that bullshit. Why are they not, since y'all the perfect father, so father need to be in the house. Why are they still getting goddamn black women? They know something. Black men just jealous. White men ain't looking for you or his fucking wife to care for the damn child. They know damn well a black bitch is good at it. Good at it by themselves. They turn their back. They go for months. You know what I'm saying there? Anybody understand that shit? I pay attention to that shit. God damn it. Remember that video we saw last night, Neff? And um, and these, what, this white family was getting their babies and taking them to get vaxxed. And the protesters was begging them not to do that shit. She had, the white bitch had a baby in her hand and, and a baby in the stroller. Got it? Take your ass to Discord. Remember, however, it was a black woman that jumped out the same car, put the baby in the stroller while she holding the goddamn, uh, while the white mama holding the fake bitch, holding the damn other baby. And there it was. The nigger, the nigger woman, the nigger mother is there. And the white man, her husband, got everybody out the car and shit to take them in, to take the kids in, to get drunk at the bar. White kids. But the black bitch was right there. Moral of the story is, motherfucker, I know the fuck I'm talking about. Ain't nobody looking for you. You outside on the goddamn sidewalk uh, hoping you some bitch pick your ass to be in the damn house with her. Ain't that right? Tell the truth. Pick me, bitch. You need a man in life. Kids need a father. Well, ask Mr. Whitey. They need a black mother. Their children need a black mother. <laughs> Nobody needs a daddy. They need a black mother. They look for a black woman, right? Now, that's on the video. I told you I live around motherfucking goddamn red, white motherfuckers, right? So when I ride my bike around this motherfucking community, right, get who I see pushing a retarded white baby, right, one of the retarded paraplegic babies and shit, or walking a goddamn baby in one of them little push things. I don't know what the fuck that is. Let them get out of walking shit. Guess who's doing it? Guess who, the, guess who the nanny is? It's not a black man. Have you ever seen a black man? Have you ever seen a black man? You ever came up to him like, damn, bro, how you get that job t- taking care of uh, taking care of them white family kids? How you get that job? Well, I need to go get one, brother. Never. They need a woman. Nobody needs a man. Nobody, when it be pertaining to children, nobody needs a mother. What the fuck can you do, nigga? Nothing. Wake the fuck up. Nothing. For real. They take them. When I remember, I lived on the Ritz Carlton and got them uh, whatever fuck that shit is, right? And I go to Ritz Carlton. Remember now, if I call y'all the damn time and shit, and just sit there and just watch these crackers and they ugly ass kids and shit. And in the midst of a cracker family, there's the nigger woman. Caring for the babies. Yeah, I whitewash all the time. I love that shit. What about them watching niggas for? They ain't, they not interesting. They not interesting. Miserable. Miserable. They use the white bitch to breed, and they hire a real nurturer, a black woman, to care for them. Ain't that something? They ain't hire no black-ass man for shit. They ain't hiding. They no no black man could get that. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. Have you seen it yet? No, no. 
So I'm about to go find these old fuck-ass niggas that's yelling that a child needs a man in his life. Um, not. No, it doesn't. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Ask, um, ask Mr. Whitey. <laughs> they looking for a black woman. They looking for a black woman all day, every day. God damn it, we need, a, we need a real mother. You're not a mother, nigga. You're acting like a homosexual mentality with that shit trying to exit out black women being mothers and shit so you can think, so you can so you can identify yourself as one, pretend you one. That ain't going to work, motherfuckers. You still won't get the job around nobody's children. So they don't want no man in no damn house because they no men are sick and defiled and twisted and shit. And I'm going to tell you something else, another thing. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's it. So I'm done with that. I just want to say, put out that. I don't know how that came out. Oh, because maybe it was time. It was time. It was. It was time. It was time. But niggas be on the sideline talking about pick me, pick me. Goddamn, we ain't never been on no sideline and shit. We know a goddamn white woman right now. She be like, would you please help me with my child? <laughs> be like, okay, bitch. What's wrong with that goddamn psychotic ass white baby of yours? Mm-hmm. I had plenty of white women cry on my shoulder about their child asking for help. You ever seen a white woman cry on a man's shoulder asking him for help? Nope. Nope. They are in, don't forget, white people got six senses. Negroes ain't got but one sense. So they sense, they know a nurturer when they see one. They would never go to a man and 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 cry their eyes out about their child's behavior, okay, motherfucker, never. <laughs> they don't even do that. The white women don't even do that to their husband. They be like, we need to do something about Billy. We don't. I don't know what's going on with Billy, but he needs help. She's not telling the white man to help his son. She's saying we got to find somebody that can help this motherfucker. All right, let's move on. Great day, uh, everybody over there in the after party, man. Miss Hudson, good to see you, sweetheart. Special shout-out to my man, Mushmouth. Great day, Mush. Where you at, baby? One time for Nefertiti surviving the game. Tune in Wednesday nights for some hot damn politics, boy. Hot damn politics always been hot, man. It just be sad. It's like a fucking funeral, goddamn. Like, goddamn, they doing some fucking killer motherfucker, goddamn. They got some boy. Ah, I feel like I'm in a fucking horror movie when I listen to hot damn politics, man. Like, goddamn, this is a bad dream, baby. Ugh. But hot damn politics, man. Expose it all, babe. Expose them motherfuckers, man. Great day to Nefertiti surviving the game for that, boo. Always expose her Lyra. And the callers that call in with some goddamn sense be giving a few. All right, so uh, but great day, Neff. Um, hope all is well with you. Special shout-out to Nunya Biz. Y'all niggas over there on Discord, um... Discord, what am I saying to y'all? Um, y'all got sound over there? I think so. Great day, um, who else Who else over there? Great day, uh, Sister Zena. Where you at, Zena? Let's shout out to Zena. Over there in the after party, man. Great day, sweet Oshun once again. Sweet Oshun. Sweet Oshun, got there. Nobody give a fuck. This shit ain't 
Never about to think about no goddamn children, motherfucker. Okay. Um, oh, YouTube. Lockdown radio, man. Y'all niggas got, can't get too comfortable over there on YouTube. You got to start fucking with us on Discord. I'm telling you, I'm about to divorce this motherfucker. Okay, that way we can stream our videos for the hot damn politics, all that shit. See that shit that Neff be um, playing for the first hour, everything, man. We need to see that shit Neff be playing. You feel what I'm saying? We can't trust you too, man. Y'all know that shit. Time to goddamn. So goddamn, come get used to Discord, nigga. All right? Goddamn, you niggas don't know about change. Y'all niggas don't know we done already changed on you motherfuckers. Come on now. I understand that every fruit don't ripen on the ballot at the same time, but we on the same tree, motherfucker. We about to leave. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> we about to leave, motherfucker. <laughs> we on the same tree. We about to leave. Okay. Uh, nurse, a great day, baby. 360, what's good with you, boo? Special shout-out to our boss lady, young, black, and ambitious. One time for some man, Taekwondo. What up, Quincy? Where you been hiding there, baby? Gotta show some love to Patrice 2020, boss lady. Queen mother of 10. You still in this bitch? Great day, babe. Who else up in here? Did I miss anybody? Anybody else up in there? Um, over there on lockdown, man. Just show some love. Oh, as a matter of fact, uh, I don't know where Leonard at. Leonard, you in this bitch. Collins, great day, babe. What up? I ain't seen you in a minute. Toriano, what's up, baby? One time for my man Leonard J. Hunt. Where you at, boo? Say you ain't finna miss this show, baby. Hey, you gotta be, you gotta experience Don Nicole Young live. You wanna know why? Cause YouTube will take the video down, so you need to tune in, listen to the shit live, get your little tape recorder, record my shit just in case these. Motherfucker, shut the shit down and all that other type of stuff. Come on, Bob, bring your ass over here. Fuck you over there on lockdown radio. Didn't I just say don't get comfortable over there, Bar? And why you ain't on Discord with us? Huh? Why you ain't on this pal talk tripping? It is tripping. And I shut the room down. Newbie, take your ass to Discord and bring your ass on the show, Mikey. The fuck wrong with y'all? And it's really not pal talk. It's me. It's, I'm telling y'all, it's not pal talk. Uh, maybe. Well, hell, ain't nobody suffering from that shit but you and newbie. Yeah. So obviously the females who on pal talk um, operating, uh, what you call that shit now, operating machine is, 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 is efficient. Their operating machine is efficient. It's choppy because of me. Don't leave out. I told you, man, the way my shit is set up, how many times I got to tell y'all? When I use the computer I'm on and the computer I have the whole show streaming on is damn near on the same wall, plugged in. So every time I click on something on this computer, it's choppy from the computer that you, you're not hearing me from the computer that I'm on. You're hearing me from another computer that I have on. Got it? But this computer that I'm using, every time I click on something and all of that shit, it goes out. It's choppy. Trust me. I know the fuck I'm talking about. It's not y'all. It's not y'all. It's me. You got to change your savings to your checking. 
Mm-hmm. Or save my checking and put my checking in my savings. <laughs> so it's going to be choppy, but it's, it's for YouTube as well. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be like that. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is because I'm too lazy to move the computer to another room. So I, And I think that might solve the problem. You know what I'm saying? Move the computer that I stream everything on into another room. And then I don't think it, it, every time I do something on this computer, the other computer acts up. I don't understand why. I don't get it. I don't. But everything is connected on the same wall, so like the outlets and shit. Maybe that's what it is. So anyway, um, so it's not y'all. I'm telling you that. Um, Toriano, Colin, Bar, L. It's, it's not y'all. It's not you, newbie. It's not y'all on YouTube. It's not, it's me, okay, it's me. All right, everybody clear? All right, so if you hear some choppy shit, say that's that dumb bitch pushing buttons on the computer she on and is fucking up the computer that we're listening to her from. <laughs> just like that's it. And the bitch too lazy to move the computer to another goddamn room with a lazy fucking ass. Ah! <laughs> Alright, remember that, share it, pass it on to the next person or whatever. Say, look, if you're going to listen to a show, you're going to hear some chop. It ain't you, it's her dumb ass, because the bitch lazy, she bootleg, and she, she's just fucked up. She's fucked up, you yeah. know, she don't feel like doing it. Anyway, um, alright, so let me see what I got for y'all before we get into Unclassified Science. Alright, episode 11, the new finished program, please believe, please believe it. Okay, um, let me see what I got. Oh, Marshawn Lynch arrested for DUI in Las Vegas. Um, who else we got? Uh, Serena Tambao, she announced that she will retire after 2022 U.S. Open. Who gives a fuck? Um, oh, Motown hit maker, man, Lamont Dozier. Zena, this is not your part of the show if you're listening. Y'all probably hear some choppy because I'm clicking on something. Um, Lamont Dozier, man, 81 years old, legendary Motown. Anybody know know this? We know Zena don't know nothing about this. She was born in the 80s. Um, y'all know him? Y'all know Lamont? You want me to tell you? I'll hear hits, bitch. Want me to tell you? It's like a heat wave running through my heart. Baby love, my baby love, I need you Stop in the name of love before you break my heart. Stop. Think it over. Baby, I need your loving. Got to have all your loving. Yeah, baby. And um, how sweet it is to be loved by you. Ooh. Oh, shit, I'm about to get it, goddammit. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Hey. Yeah, baby. Um, um, my man, um, um, he's like, okay, here's what they say. He's like one-third of the legendary Motown songwriting team. Remember, they had, they had some serious, they had a team of tight-down songwriters. But Motown, always the best. Tell the truth. Zena, this ain't your part of the show if you can hear me. Y'all tell the truth, man. Motown had them heavy hitter writers, baby. That goddamn cracker got so goddamn jealous. 
He got mad, okay? Goddamn white man get jet mad like, God damn, then them crackers start singing them goddamn songs and shit, man, like motherfuckers. God damn, boy, that was some real substance back in those days, baby, some substance, man. Substance like a motherfucker, man. You ain't going to get no more better writers than that, man. I'm telling you, man, they had they, Motown hands down, baby. So look here. Um, oh, my bad, I got excited. Um, Doja, my man Doja. Eddie Holland and Brian Holland, they was uh, part of the team, 1962 to 1967 of um, Motown. So they wrote and arranged those songs, some of those songs, How Sweet It Is to Be Loved by You, Marvin Gaye, then Martha and the Vandals. Heat wave running through my heart, it's like a heat wave. Then the four tops, baby, I need your loving. <laughs> Let me goddamn move my little goddamn pad, but I can't afford it for this bitch. Oh, shit. Anyway, so yeah, all the motherfuckers, man, and uh, wrote like 10, um, 10 Supreme songs that went number one. And um, Holland Dozier, Holland left Motown in like 1968 after a contract dispute with Barry Gordy. No shit. Then they continue writing songs for Motown artists for the next decade, so all the way up to, like, the 70s going into the 80s until the lawsuit was settled in Gordy's favor. That son of a bitch won that shit. Motown wasn't the same after that. That's, see, that's what happened when you, you, you can't win when you play dirty, motherfucker. So anyway, they got honored on the um. Uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame, February 2015, in uh, Hollywood, California. They were rejoined at the ceremony by Stevie Wonder, Gordy, and Mary Wilson of the Supreme. Diana wasn't there. And so um, uh, Doja is survived by his six children. His wife, Barbara, she died last year, and he died today or yesterday or some more shit. I don't fucking know. But yeah, man, that's it, man. Don't get no better than that, baby. Don't get no better than that. So that's news on that. Y'all gonna hear some choppy because I'm clicking on some more shit. If I get choppy, it's not y'all, okay? Take your time. Okay, everything ain't always about you, motherfuckers. Okay, um, let's see. Oh, y'all want to hear that Judge Mathis jumped in on the Ashanti and um, Irv Gotti bullshit? I know y'all like, bitch, ain't nobody keep up with that. Me, bitch, this is my first time saying it. Judge Mathis says Ashanti should hit Irv Gotti, Irv Gotti with a cease and desist for spilling intimate details about their relationship. Ashanti and Nelly started dating in 2003. They finally broke up 2014. Then Irv went on to date uh, Ashanti in the early 2000s, found out that she was cheating on him with Nelly while they were still together. First of all, let me explain something to you dumbass motherfuckers and we go to the barbershop and to the beauty shop and explain something to them dumbass motherfuckers over there. Let me explain something. Okay. Nobody is cheating on you. 
okay, when you have a current, a previous relationship, <laughs> everybody lives that, it felt like everything got quiet. When you are in a previous relationship and you move on or that person move on and get in a new relationship, and if they have sex with the previous one, that's not cheating, okay? They already had each other, okay? That's not cheating. Everybody clear with that? Tell them dumb motherfuckers that. That's not cheating, okay? That is, you still, y'all owe each other. Y'all, you know, y'all still connect. That's just what it is. That's not cheating, okay? Okay? Everybody clear? Uh, no. Y'all got a problem with that? That's your dumb ass. Listen, if 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 that nigga DNA, okay, let's take Ashanti and Nelly. Nelly DNA is still in that bitch, okay? All right, 2003, broke up in 2014, started dating Ashanti in the early 20s, 2000, found out she was cheating on him with Nelly while they were still together. Uh, that's not cheating. Hello? They've been together forever, okay? You're just an intermediary, all right? That's all that is. You're an intermediary. Your motherfucker you're in your current relationship with is an intermediary. Can you spell that word? Intermediary. They just, you're just an intermediary. That's what the fuck you is. You're just a meditation. You're just in the middle of some shit that I ain't finished fucking with yet. <laughs> you just a meditation, motherfucker. You just an intermediary, motherfucker. An intermediary or a meditation, motherfucker. You in the middle of some shit I ain't finished fucking with yet. God damn it, that's not cheating. That's not cheating. Come on now. I mean, everybody, listen, let me tell you how stupid fucking men are like Irv Gotti. Look now, think about this shit. You've been seeing, you as Irv Gardy, Irv whatever fuck his name, you've been seeing this bitch with Nelly forever. You don't see this bitch with Nelly for two days and get with the bitch as if that forever is over. There is no such thing as over, mother. That's your dumb ass. That's your dumb ass. Right there believing that now you're in a relationship with a bitch that you've been seeing with a nigga forever. Are you fucking? They're like, girl, come on now. They, he, men think like a dumb bitch, okay? You know how dumb bitches think, right? Okay? Um, y'all know how dumb bitches think. He ain't with her no more. But they've been together forever, bitch. It don't matter. He with me now. And guess what happens? That same he with me now is back in fucking with the bitch he's been with forever. Wake the fuck up. That shit ain't over. It's not over. They gonna always come back to each other. You understand? Like, this shit is not over yet. It's not over. 20 years, yeah. But not weeks and months later. Like, come on, man. They're, they're trying to figure this thing out. Y'all are just intermediary, newbie. That's what they are, intermediaries. Or meditation. You just in the middle of some shit. I'm trying to figure out with me and my nigga right now. The fuck? God damn. Man think like a dumb bitch. 
So no, Irv, she did not cheat on you, dumbass. You cheated on yourself, dummy. That's what the fuck you did, stupid-ass nigga. Ain't no time somebody been in a long-ass fucking relationship. That, that's the problem. Like, just think about this. You know, black man got a real sick-ass fucking mentality. I ain't talking about the black man who got a really healthy mentality. I'm talking about the black, you know them black mans would be like, I don't know if you can get with her. She just had a baby. Her baby dad is still in the picture. No, he's not. You know what that means, right? They might have kicked it, got pregnant, but they didn't have a long fucking relationship. They wasn't in that bitch for seven to eight fucking years, nigga. So that means that just because a bitch got a baby, nigga, you need to ask how long you've been with the daddy first to find out instead of assuming, dummy, you question least the facts. Just can't assume. You know what I'm talking about? You just can't goddamn assume and shit. That's the problem with these motherfuckers. They could have just, they could have been together for three goddamn months and the bitch got pregnant and ain't been together and ain't been back with the motherfucker since, since the bitch got pregnant and shit. No, they have to live together for over five to seven to ten goddamn years, motherfucker. You understand? To 20 goddamn years, they got to be there. So you don't stand a chance then. They going to always be together. Why people don't pay attention to real life, Ness? Uh, why they don't pay attention? Okay? You ever met a married couple that been married for 50 years end up getting a divorce? No. No. Okay? But you have seen a married couple separate, and they still be together for over 50 goddamn years. Okay? What the fuck is wrong with these fucktards? So while they separate, here go goddamn dumbass Keisha or dumbass Tyrone thinking that they gonna have a chance with one of them motherfuckers. You ain't got a chance with that shit. They been together for too fucking long, dummy, bitch. You ain't nothing but an intermediary. You ain't nothing but a meditation, bitch. You in the middle of that shit till they figure it out. That's it. <laughs> And they still together. They still fucking with each other. They still fucking with each other. They still fucking with each other, though. Sweet Oshun. They still fucking with each other. There's no getting away from that shit. You know what I'm saying? It has to be the same amount of years. This how you know you don't fuck. Let me tell you something about life. Let me help some of you fucktards out. Let me tell you something about life. It has to be the same amount of years. That you or days that you spent with a motherfucker, no years. Okay, so in other words, if dumbass Stephanie was with dumbass Tyrone for five motherfucking years, she will have to stay away from that motherfucker for five fucking years to ten fucking years and move on with her life. So it's been 10 years since I've been fucking with Tyrone, right? So that means to a dumbass nigga, he should have enough sense to realize, okay, that's 10 years ago she was in what is considered a serious fucking relationship, okay? 
That means that Tyrone is not a threat. This bitch ain't, he ain't the man, that nigga trying to get in, ain't a medium, ain't a meditation in the middle or in the middle till she figure it out 10 years later whether she want to be with Tyrone or me. You understand what I'm talking about? Because humans are so stupid. I don't even understand why people seek marriage advice cause, or coupling advice because you need to bring your ass to me. I get you. I, I get you. You got to do the math. You got to do the math. Got to do the math. If she hadn't died from the blood clot due to the jab, they'll still be doing their thing. That's the point. Goddamn, they still together. That's the point. They still had to be around each other, children and grands and all that type of shit. Hell yeah, when you've been together for so long, it don't matter. Separation, divorce, y'all still going to kick it. That's the point. That's because that's, that's the point. Yeah, she got, I'm shit, Tierra Grandmama. You know what I'm saying? They've been married before I was born and shit. You know what I'm saying? Got four babies, all the kids in their 50s and shit. They done separated. He ended up getting another wife, like two wives and shit. And, and she went and got her a nigga and got them, you know, them intermediaries. But, hey, they they still show up. They all showed up to their birthday, graduation, all that type of shit. He goes still go to the house, but he got his own place. They're going to always be together. Yeah, that's what that shit is. He and the bitch he got, goddamn it, no, you ain't nowhere in hell you can take me from my goddamn wife, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nowhere in hell you can take me from my wife. I fuck you, but I care for her, bitch. You care for me, and I care for that bitch. Ah, <laughs> uh, that how that shit be. God damn it, shit. God damn it. Hey, take my daddy, God damn it. My mama and my daddy been married for 50 fucking years. My daddy had plenty of hoes on my mama because them bitches were intermediaries. Meditation in the middle of some shit. But he got to come back because you can't be gone for long. Can't be gone for long. These bitches be thinking, God damn he here to stay. That nigga ain't here to stay. You get with a nigga that been with the bitch for 30 fucking years and you think this nigga about to be with your goddamn ass for 30 years? That shit don't work that way. And you ain't even got what it takes. You know what I'm talking about? Now, they ain't even got what it takes. Like these bitches ain't got what it takes, do it. They ain't got what it takes. You ain't even got what it takes, bitch. Goddamn, and some of these niggas, they were pissed off by these niggas. Irv ain't mad because she cheated on him. Irv mad at himself because he ain't got what it takes. He ain't got what it takes. Irv, you ain't working with nothing, bitch. You ain't nothing, motherfucker. Old fat motherfucker. Nelly find that a motherfucker. You hear me? They look like a cute goddamn couple that, that you know, she get abused by Nelly, but that's another story. <laughs> you ain't got what it takes, motherfucker. You ain't got what it takes, goddamn. You ain't working with nothing, boo. And besides, that nigga DNA been in her so much, she can't get away from goddamn or uh, Nelly until she washed all DNA up out of that motherfucker. That's going to take a long time. All right, back to uh, what Judge Mathis real quick. What time is it? Okay, I got six minutes, and then I'll hit you motherfuckers with some shit that is you're supposed to be focused on and realize and wake up every goddamn day how diabolical these fuckers are. Um... So Judge Mathis jumps in on this shit. Let's figure out what Irv said about uh, homegirl first. Um, Irv said he was brokenhearted 
or nope, he was heartbroken because he was in love with the beautiful R&B singer. And at the time, Irv was still married. Girl, at the time, Irv was still married to his wife. You niggas are delusional, ain't they? They are fucking, how did how another, how did I bitch cheat on you, nigga, and you married, motherfucker? <laughs> Look, they are fucking delusional. I'm not reading no more of this bullshit. Oh, I hate nigga shit. Man, look, the nigga it was still married while he fucking with goddamn, uh, who the fuck are we talking about? Ashanti. And he talking about she cheating on him. Nigga, you cheating on your fucking wife. You still married, motherfucker. Anyway, see, niggas ain't shit. How you gonna call this bitch she cheated on you and you still married? Boy, stop. Anyway, so... Irv shared intimate details about his extramarital affairs with Ashanti during a recent Drink Champs episode. Anybody watch that? Anybody know some shit like that happens? He's even said that she was inspired to write Ashanti's, he was inspired to write Ashanti's 2002 single called Happy after they finished sleeping together. Now, Judge Mathis pops up. And among a whole bunch of other people who believe Irv was out of line. So Judge Mathis bumped into TMZ while out and about in New York City on Monday. See, now it's time to say on Monday. See that shit? See that? See, remember yesterday was Monday? Well, the shit happened on Monday, but they wrote about it on Tuesday. And this article say on Monday. See? See how it works? Remember? They kept writing shit saying Monday, yesterday, and the day was Monday. I ain't going to forget. Did y'all forget that shit already? About Trump raiding shit? Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> they were writing Monday on that motherfucker. Anyway, okay. So anyway, so yesterday, Monday, uh, he told TMZ cameraman that he advised Ashanti to send Irv a cease and desist or even take his black ass to court and put a gag order on that fuck boy to shut his ass up. That's what Judge Mathis said. And he also said even if Irv's claims are valid, he should stop putting Ashanti's business in the streets. On the other hand, if Ashanti feels she's being slandered, she should do something to stop it legally. If anyone knows about using the courts to shut up Irv, to shut Irv up, Judge Mathis, fuck that. Ashanti didn't even reach out publicly to the drama yet, but she did join her old flame Nelly on stage Friday, y'all, for a rendition of their 2008 song, Body on Me. I, don't, I will show it to you. And Ashanti's still banging, man. I'm looking at the video right now. Shout about it. Her body's still banging. Let me see what, uh, see if uh, Nelly still got it. I think Nelly still got it too, man. Motherfucker. Yeah. All right. Now, that was enough of the gospel shit. But I got five more minutes till I get serious with y'all. Anybody want to talk about it? Oh, Neff, what, give me the video, boo. Come on. Oh, I got to get up and go to the other computer then, Donna. Tell me about the video. Drop it. Where you going to get it? You going to drop it in the after party right there? Give it to me. Give it to me, boo. Give it to me. I'm up. I'm on my feet because you know I got to go to another computer. All right, YouTube. All right, here we go. 
What's this video about? Oh, shit, Charles. I'm so sick of seeing this nigga. <laughs> Never like this motherfucker. He said he ready to take gangsters out. Yeah. Whatever. All right, Neff, boys and girls, Neff on us to see Charles right now, okay? Here we go. Death to all Crips and Bloods. Death to all GDs and BDs. Y'all tap in with Cub. The CEO approves this. The CEO approves this. I'ma keep it a hundred. You can't take that from me. I'ma keep it a hundred. You can't take that from me. I'ma keep it a hundred. None less than a hundred. None less than a hundred. You can't take that from me. What it is, Honey Gang? Meet your boy, Honey Gang CEO. And the CEO has approved this. And today, I got two special things for you. One, this boy Charleston White and lost his mind, but he's suited like the military, and he's ready to go to war with all gang members, Crips, Bloods, BDs, and GDs. And second, I'm doing a giveaway uh. for my real supporters. So before we get into this video, smash that like button, slide over, hit that subscribe button, and if you want to be part of Honey Gang, which I swear you need to be part of Honey Gang, turn on all post notifications so you know every time I drop some hot new content. Well, let's get into this giveaway. First, I want to let y'all know that Sunday at 3 p.m., I'm picking Lord, three. Lord, have mercy. Now this nigga got giveaways and shit now. One or two or three things. First, you can just copy this link and tag me on your Instagram or Twitter at the name that's popping up on the screen God, right now. God, number two, I'm so sick of these interviews. Oh, my bad. I can shout out. I can shout out. For only one dollar and three, all you gotta do is make sure you hit that subscribe button and turn on all post notifications and drop in the comments. And people do this, but nobody and does that for our show now. Please subscribe, hit like, join our community in Discord and have a Second place winner. And send twenty five dollar cash app and shit, motherfucker. Like, yeah, I'm gonna keep it a hundred t-shirts. Matter of fact, these niggas don't cooperate. I'm gonna keep it. All these niggas that got butt fucked and scammed that fuck with us, so we can't scam them. We can't be the first scammers. This boy Charleston White got more guns. All y'all niggas listening to our show got scammed so many goddamn times and shit, so we can't do it to them now. Niggas got fucked their whole life. Man, he's taking out rappers. He's trying to kill the whole community. But as you see in the beginning of the video, he said he'd rather send a man to jail than the graveyard. Do y'all think this boy Charleston White is really about that life? Because you know he do be moving around in the community, and ain't nobody ran up on this man yet for this, this and nifty hustle. Draco, now, if somebody said that shit. Chris Williams. What's the Damn, deal? I feel like getting up and talking and shit. Now, somebody said it, that though. Everybody's been saying it. It was something, a uh, video that he did, and I read, like, probably, like, 500 comments. You know, comments are a good read. And, um, and um, you know, motherfuckers who, and that's why I'm not surprised for newbie to say, don't be surprised he don't live much longer. But it was some video uh, like one of the last videos I saw, I forgot what he said and what he was doing in that bitch. But 
I think that's when he exposed himself and is some motherfuckers on the comments said this nigga is straight up feds. He fed. He worked for the government or some old shit like that. It was a whole bunch of motherfuckers like saying that shit about that nigga. But I also saw it as jealous. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying now? So it's, it's you know, just because a motherfucker say something, but because I'm intuitive, I saw it as these niggas are fucking jealous of this son of a bitch. They just jealous and they just reaching. They just saying shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was to me, it was just saying shit out of jealousy. You know what I'm saying? So um, uh, Nerta said he gonna get killed with all that talk or just what you said. He said he. Well, Nerta, you got a uh, eight seconds delay. You're gonna find out a little bit more what I said before you. <laughs> You got a delay, baby. You got a <laughs> okay, so um, um, I don't know what video it was though, but I don't think I watched all of it though. I was like, I'm sick of this, sick of seeing this nigga though. But um, who gonna kill him? Huh? Nobody hates the motherfucker though. It's just a whole no hate him like they want to kill him. So when I read the comments, it wasn't like, hey, it was jealousy. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he talking about us. Let's go kill this nigga. You know what I'm saying? But with jealousy, the first, first of all, niggas are emotional. They are so emotional. You know what I'm saying? They are. They are so emotional, and they take everything to apply they, in other words, if I'm if I'm pointing a loaded tongue at newbie, and all the other niggas is listening, they gonna move my tongue and put it to their motherfucking heart. <laughs> so they just they going this nothing nothing is about you. You know what I'm saying? People make themselves. Um, vulnerable to whatever the fuck it is. They weak, man. The black, I mean, the black race is weak. Fucking weak. You know, every, they think everything is about them. And if it's not about them, then they think that somebody gonna get killed. Stupid shit. Like, then that means you must have felt something. Like, the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm talking about? Like, it just, Man, anyway, um, I'll finish listening to it, but the nigga full of shit, okay? He full of shit. Everybody agree? He full of shit? He full of shit. You know, certain things is full of shit, certain things, you know what I'm saying, just like Boosie and all the rest of them motherfuckers, man. Um, you know, it's, you know, like, just, just like homeboy, what his name now, the Samuel nigga and a whole bunch of other niggas, man, they just come and go, you know, um, um, what we really need to do is, you know, well, what black men need to do that has a following, they need to expose what's really the fuck going on. You know what I'm saying? All of them is operating in my book um, on, under mind fucking control. 
<laughs> I'm just going to use that word. All of them is operating under mind control. You know what I'm saying? For real. You know, if you ain't, I mean, it's just, you know, you, you need to wake these motherfuckers up, for real. But you can't wake these motherfuckers up because you ain't the one that goddamn ain't under mind control. So that's why I can sense that some of them motherfuckers were saying that nigga said. Let me tell you something. 99.9% of the motherfuckers on the, in the United States is fed. Their mind is federal government mental, okay, period, all right? That's all Caucasians, niggas, fucking mulattoes, molat, Arabs, Hindus, all them motherfuckers, don't even fucking matter, pastors, doctors, politicians, celebrities, doesn't fucking matter, man. Entrepreneurs, it doesn't fucking matter. At the end of the day, everybody is under the govern is governed by the government. They're mental already. All right. This is why they don't want to bust back for real, for real. Which is why all these niggas keep busting on women. All these niggas keep busting on on each other and shit. That's, I mean, you can tell. That's fucking my, that mind control right there. You a nigga, you busting. I know one nigga, for real, man, that wasn't under mind control, and mind control was out before this nigga was born. Well, got perfected by the time this motherfucker hit 20 now, Dr. York. And with all that shit, how he how he even knew that the government had them COINTEL profiles that was classified first, he said that's all they want to do is pin niggas against each other, all the black leaders, and I won't fall for that. They want me to go at Farrakhan. They want me to go at this group. They want this group to come. But all the other groups were going at him because they under mind control. That's what the fuck. So you know you, you can tell just even... From the goddamn 60s on up to right now, what nigga and what stupid fucking black bitch is under mind control? You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. All the way up to right now, because you are not supposed to be doing this shit, but this is what your federal government that governs your mental has put in you to fucking do. You can't even fight that shit, nigga. You can't even fight it. They can't fight it. They can't, they can't fight it at all. Ain't that something? They can't mentally fucking fight that shit. This all that shit is, man. This shit is ridiculous. That's how you know. That's, I'm telling you, that's how you know, because you ain't exposing them crackers. You only exposing niggas. Ain't that what they've been doing? Ain't that what that little bitch um, Tasha K been doing? Exposing niggas and not crackers? Not, I mean, come on now. Ain't that what the fuck? Samuel was doing, exposing black women and not fucking crackers? Ain't that what all the motherfuckers with millions of motherfucking subscribers and viewers and shit been doing this whole goddamn time? Ain't that what T.D. Jakes did? Expose motherfucking black women but not the goddamn white man, not the fucking devil, but did a video at a goddamn fucking back tent? Greetings, greetings, everybody. I'm here to get my second back, me and my fucking wife, niggas, my Negro congregation. Come on now. You know this motherfucker on my fucking government got that motherfucker. They all feds. They all MK fucking OSHA. They all under my goddamn control. Come on now. Think about this shit. This is happening right the fuck now. 
You literally do a fucking film where your ass is getting your second shot so that them niggas can be led to the fucking slaughter. Motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. Come on now. Ain't but, ain't but one nigga left that fought it. And that's goddamn Kyrie Irving, bitch. Now, the rest of these niggas is so-called independent, self-sufficient to teach the each is what they intended, but yet they were telling every damn nigga to get that shit. But this nigga is owned by the cracker and refused that motherfucker. See, there's a difference there. There's a difference. The difference is you might got my body, but you ain't got my mind. So the white man ain't got Kyrie's mind, just got his body. But this diabolical fucking shit, mind control, got these niggas body and mind. Because once I get the mind, I got the body. There's a difference. Can't get them. Can't get them, man. Then I heard uh, during that time that nigga was dropping facts on his IG page and shit. Like, well, the motherfucking go get this info at. Get these facts at about that shit. Right. Get these facts about that shit. Motherfuckers ain't giving you nothing. God damn it. Because they, their makeup. Now, who is their mental makeup? The fucking white man. Right. Into fucking maker. Shit. Great. I just want to Oh, home. shit. Naf, I'm sorry, boo. It's okay. I, you know I'm about to get up and open your mic, even though I just heard your voice. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. I have to go to another computer to do that shit. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. I wanted to, the reason why I gave this video to you, though, for real, I have my own selfish reasons. For all the craziness and all the shit he talked, this is what I did like about what he said. When he's saying why he's going over this this wild ass rant is that we, because I know our conversations we've had over the the years, we always talk about niggas cleaning up their own house, cleaning up their own house, shit from within. So the the thing that I like. What he going in and the way that he go in on is because he said these you you little nigglets who are out here terrorizing the community because that's a real thing niggas is busting at niggas in the hood this is not a that ain't shit ain't fake we know what the gang culture's done so for, I like the fact that he going at that gang culture talking about all you do all you niggas do is kill other niggas ain't man man none of y'all niggas busting at these white folks at all. And regardless of what it is, and that's, that's true. I mean, because I'm tired of seeing this shit. I'm tired of seeing the, this, the, the madness of niggas out here so fucking reckless, so little value on life. This shit, that shit is And I'm just, I'm just waiting for some wild-ass nigga to say it and say it so they can understand it, so they can understand it. And to me, who I don't, you know, fed all that being paid. I think he, you know, I think he's be. I think it is. I, I see it like political theater. He's acting. He's being a political theater with with the guns and all the shit that he's doing and all the shit he's talking to these gangsters, the so called gangsters, these little niggas in the street. Hey, well, you know, 
fat. T, I tried mm-hmm. that shit on um on King Von's sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And goddamn everybody goddamn see I had to kill the fuck yeah. out. Yeah, he ain't chilling out though. And he been at this shit for a minute. No, no, I'm saying ain't nobody we don't know who is over this nigga, meaning, you know no, what I'm saying? True. No, 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 no,
um, FBI or GBI or the government get get these niggas, these gang members, you know what I'm saying, disguising themselves as rappers. And I bring that to the point is if y'all really, for real, if even if this nigga here, you see this nigga here, that, that nigga uh, Charleston, if you really want to put a stop to that motherfucker, you will have to be a confidential informer, informant. If you really want to put a stop to it, not going on YouTube talking about what you're going to do, you would really have to point them motherfuckers out and help the FBI get rid of them niggas out your neighborhoods, out your block and all that fucking shit. You're going to have to do it the same way because this is terrible activity. Now, back in the 60s, you know what I'm saying, back in the 60s, they used niggas to infiltrate positive brothers waking up their community so that, and then they go to jail. We already know right now. They go to jail or get assassinated or turned into right. a drug addict, right? And these were positive niggas, okay? These were niggas that was changing the hearts and minds of their people. Well, and the informants was infiltrating that black movement. So if this gang-related bullshit is fucking our people up, then why not fucking tell the goddamn popos about these son of a bitches? Because all this stop the violence shit ain't, has not worked, okay? I agree, I agree with that. All the violence shit ain't, ain't, ain't work, motherfucker. I'm in the 80s here and stop the violence. Stop the violence. Who are you telling to stop the shit to? What's his name? What's their name? Where they live at? No, but when the government grabbed some niggas and said infiltrate, they knew where they live at. They knew their mom and dad address. They reported that shit back. And these niggas had a movement to electrify and unify. But these gang members today and yesterday didn't 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 want to wake their people up. So what the fuck? Go ahead and niggas just doing videos and doing rap songs about stop the violence and doing sit down fucking summits ain't gonna stop it. If you don't give up who the fuck these niggas is, if you don't got them find out where they mom and daddy them stay shot and where they go to at, what you if you don't fucking devote be an infiltrator for for the black community and get rid of these black ass devils that's fucking up your goddamn community. If you tired of it, you can't just keep yelling you tired of it. You got the GBI, you got the FBI, you got the CI, and motherfucker, goddamn, goddamn shit. They recruited niggas to fuck up a revolution. Motherfucker. These niggas ain't doing no revolution around this bitch. They they not doing, they are defiling the minds in the communities. I'll tell it, motherfucker. I'll organize some infiltrators to go in that motherfucker and find out their operation, who's involved, and fucking file that shit right to the goddamn white man. Motherfucker, like I'm an informant to a fucked up gang-ass community that needs to be exposed, busted, just like what happened in Atlanta. 
That shit got to stop. Absolutely. It was 50 murders under one of them motherfuckers, man, just killing people. It got to stop. So just saying that shit on YouTube and saying all that shit, nigga, you don't infiltrate them motherfuckers and and tell the white man on them, he'll love to lock some more niggas up. This is a new day and time. See, I was thinking, John, my, my thought process was, is he bringing, like, you know how you lead a, 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 a rat out, like, with cheese? Or is he enticing? Is he talking so much shit about their idols and that, that whole cook, cookie? I mean, he going, I mean, he's saying, he's saying death to cookie, and that's like one of the biggest fucking crips. That is the Yeah, all of them crypt. for real, man, like, fuck them. I feel the same way so, I said that shit the other day. Right. Fuck them. Right. We, so, if I see you, I'm going to shake the shit out your monkey ass for this shit. <laughs> bitch. Right, so. The fuck? Give a fuck how old you are. We're going to round them up like the Jews looking for the Nazis at 80 years old. Find them and shank them. They wrong for this shit. Right. So I'm like, is he is he aggravating them to bring them out? Like, what? you know, I don't know. I'm just thinking because this shit, it looks. I, you know, it starts at six fifty. He do a lot of that talk, but the, the shit shit starts at six fifty. Well, I did all the fucking talking before that damn video dropped. Goddamn! After finding out about them bloods and crips when you called in, right. like yo, this that fuck shit. See, they got in bed with them motherfuckers. You, nobody should be. They should not be having no fucking respect, man. I don't understand how y'all like a boy who still loves mm-hmm. his father and will still go fishing with his father after he done beat the hell out of his mama. Mm. And he's still a great fucking man and shit. What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? There is something wrong with the minds. Ain't nobody great on this fucking planet that has fucked up people's lives. Period. No song should be made for them type of motherfuckers, man. I agree. No portrait should be drawn of them motherfuckers, man. No story should be told in honor about them motherfuckers and be praised and shit. Absolutely. That's That's how you know you ain't in your right goddamn mind. Right. So from the shit talking perspective, that's why I like him. Okay, well, I understand all that. I mean, I'm not shitting on, I'm not shitting on homeboy. I don't really give two fucks, but I'm just bringing right, a solution. Right, right. That's all. That's my. Oh, that's yeah. what I do. I bring a fucking solution. Infiltrate them fuck niggas and report back. God damn it, point them I, out. I, the I, absolutely, absolutely. Which should have been done. Yeah, when but they no, came yeah. to let me finish my statement. Right when they came to them same niggas. And when they started bringing the drugs all throughout from L.A. or Oakland all the way to all the other states, mm-hmm. all that, a nigga should have handled that. Nigga should have handled that then. This shit wouldn't have been going on. Nigga, we talking about 50 years the fuck later. Right. Damn, right. 60 Absolutely. years later, this shit still going yeah. on. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. shit, is something wrong with black people. Generation after generation, something wrong. If something is fucked up with these people, something is wrong, man. Something is wrong. Absolutely. 
God damn it. Every boy child is born in these generations by a grown-ass nigga who claim he grown, and they keep letting this shit happen, but yet they claim they are the protectors. You ain't shit. That's all I'm saying, Don. That's you ain't fucking that's... nothing. You ain't nothing. This shit's still going on. Saying. Y'all let this shit happen. Want to do it? Let then and then Mr. White Man say do a song and give you a fucking goddamn fucking compilation to do a goddamn song on this whole ass shit. Right. God, this shit ain't gonna change nothing. Now YouTube mm-hmm. is out. Instagram. Everybody want to goddamn hoes like like that other guy. Remember that other guy that Tamuz was telling us to watch one time and Zena. Zena was like, I watched that nigga. He like forty years old. Uh, did about 10 years or some old shit, and now he about 40, got a wife and shit. Now he got a YouTube page talking about y'all young brothers need to stop doing that shit. He was in gangs and all that fucking shit. Saying that shit ain't going to stop nothing. At all. Say, right, see, gotta, man, gotta, black man is full of fucking talk, full of talk, full of talk, full of talk. All this motherfucker is, he is the first motherfucker on this planet that wants to convince everybody that he identifies with himself as a protector and you have to identify with him as a protector too. This nigga is a talking bitch. All of them. He identifies as a protector, but he ain't shit. He the first goddamn confused motherfucker on this goddamn planet and want us to believe that shit he think he is. That's every last one of them. And ain't did shit. Ain't did a goddamn thing. Ain't did nothing. This problem has been going on since the government sweet-talked a group of niggas. And this before we was born. And that nigga today, that nigga yesterday, all he wants is that white man to sweet talk him. He'll shut the fuck up and be right in the bed with this motherfucker. Sweet talk, pillow talk, this nigga. That's all this shit is. They be, that's, they ain't nothing fucking changed. Nothing. 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 Now, I'm telling you, nothing. I don't sit there and watch goddamn summits and shit as a little girl with all them motherfuckers stop the violence movement, Al Fat-Ass Sharpton, Jesse fucking Jackson, and a few goddamn black-ass nigga rappers. They didn't have it just all for TV, all for fucking show. All that talking is just for show. That's it. All that, all that talking, they, they, they just, that's all show. It's all show. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing fucking changed, man. That's why I don't goddamn listen. I'm listening to a Dr. Your class. He, him and some bitch, this bitch emotional and shit. And he had to keep telling her she emotional over the words of men, the hadith, right? I'm bringing a point. I understand that. I'm always getting somewhere. So she emotional over the hadith. Everybody know what the hadith is, right? That's an Arabic word that means words of men. And he's saying, y'all got to stop listening to men. Men are not divine. They are not divine. They are not divine. So stop listening to them. They're not divine. Ain't nothing going to change. Because they're not divine. They just talk. That's it. It's just fucking words. That's all they do. They been sit down like bitches now. Now I'm having flashbacks of the 80s and 70s fucking uh, blurry vision ass TV too, but they just sit down and cross their fucking legs 
and call it a fucking panel and not come, come on now. This is words of men just sharing words over a damn table and shit. That a fuck that's it. That's all. Then took it to the couch. Then they gonna take it to white man. White man picks it up. You know that white man that picked it up is uh, uh what's his name? Gerardo Rivero and set them all down. All them same sit down ass black ass niggas running their fucking mouth. Words of men. Ain't nothing get don't nothing get done. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing gets goddamn done. Nothing. This is be this is when we were little and here we are now in our forties. Some of us in our fifties, some of y'all in y'all thirties and shit. Ain't nothing ain't none of this shit. Ain't nothing. This is the same shit. It's just internet now. They still, look at this faggot bastard sitting in his fucking car. Just sitting and talking. That's it, just sitting. Look at this mother. He's just sitting. He ain't out there. He talking to your ass. Go find the gang motherfuckers and film your ass having this conversation with them. You're sitting down like a little bitch looking at himself in the fucking mirror, a reflection of himself on fucking cam. This, that shit. I give a fuck what you, how you feel, bitch. I give a fuck how you feel today. I don't give a fuck if you ain't out there like a real fucking man in they goddamn face. That all that talk shit don't mean a goddamn thing. Get your ass out there. Put the right. dick that's, in that's their the face. He, that's, that's where they say he comes like from. He came from being <laughs> out there with it. <laughs> that's where they say he came from. That's that's how he got his thing. He was out it's there. It's not coming from. It's going to. We all come from that shit. We all come from it. Not well, not all of us, but goddamn, right. shit. <laughs> goddamn, right. you know what the so, fuck I'm talking. No, I'm saying go into right. it. Why talk about it now? Go in that bitch. Stop sitting down like a little bitch looking at itself in the fucking reflection of a goddamn video camera. Get your ass out there, player. Go on out there. Why are you talking to us? We ain't in no gang. Ain't no gang finna be tuning into your ugly ass YouTube channel. You sitting in some damn car like a little bitch. Looking at itself, I'm sick of this shit. I don't understand well, what's wrong with y'all eyes. I can see this shit. These gang this shit ain't getting nowhere. This is though. no different than Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and goddamn Tyrone Brooks and some goddamn rappers sitting down talking to each other. This ain't no. This ain't no different than that ugly ass, bald headed motherfucking goddamn uh, King James, whatever fuck LeBron James and them ugly ass fuck boys sitting in a barber shop. It's no different than that other dumbass shit, newbie, where we saw all them niggas sitting in the living room with white wine in bottles with they legs fucking crossed with that faggot ass goddamn Dwayne Wade talking about his gay ass fucking son and shit. They just, this ain't, this ain't, I'm, what the fuck is this shit? Are y'all tired of this shit or y'all this is some new shit to you motherfuckers every time? Make these niggas get their ass out there in the fucking street instead of standing in front of some damn cameras talking to motherfuckers that don't even goddamn participate in this fuck-ass shit. Subscribe, like, cash out winner for the day is $5. The second place cash winner, think about time for this shit, motherfucker. This is a serious situation, nigga. This ain't about no goddamn, goddamn fucking prize winner and shit. If this for real with you, motherfucker, man, 
Like, goddamn, motherfucker, I'm too old for this shit. I done seen these goddamn type of niggas. My daddy was one of them all-talk-ass fuck niggas. I know about this shit. Just sit there and fucking talk and do a goddamn thing. I don't see that shit. Point fingers and all that shit at the wrong mother at the wrong people and shit. But you don't point that shit in the motherfucker's right face. I don't give a fuck where you been is where you going. Is where you going. A lot of these niggas do that shit to them motherfuckers on the line. Where you going? A lot of these niggas. That's how they get caught, Don. That's how a lot of these niggas get caught. Well, I'm talking about these niggas who are active in the shit because they are online. These niggas stay online. Doesn't matter, Chicago, though. That nigga, where they at, though? Niggas, they need to be, they need to be goddamn. Listen, man, they, talking to they, yourself they, ain't going to get nowhere. Talking they, to yourself they, ain't going to get nowhere. I agree with you. I, I agree. That shit you ain't need to be no out there. Well. That shit ain't never got no fucking well. I, I, I agree with you, Don. I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in disagreement. That that's the truth. I you know you're not. It. I'm just. I'm just still goddamn hot because I'm sick of this goddamn shit. I don't give a fuck about a nigga today or a nigga from yesterday. This the same nigga. They all the fucking same. That's what I'm saying. This the same shit. All I'm saying. Right. This the same shit. This all. This this ain't this ain't goddamn. This ain't this ain't goddamn. That, you know what, man, fuck, fuck all that shit, man. It's, it's, they all the fucking same. They all the goddamn same. <laughs> they all the fucking I'm for real. I don't give a fuck. All is a black man bidding on what he want to goddamn do and going to goddamn do. Just do it. Shut the fuck up and just do it. Motherfucker, stop talking like a bitch. Just do it. Real G's moving silent, bitch. Why you got to sit here and do that shit? Because it's all about the goddamn show. All the fucking show. Very entertaining. All the show. That's all. This shit ain't going to stop. Because these goddamn (laughs) niggas want to be cute. These niggas want want an audience and shit. Yeah, and and that's the wild part. Because like I said, these gang, these little niggas be on these threads. It's hella crimes. I be reading reading online how the feds, and all of them get them right off of their social. These niggas tell everything, which is good because they're telling on themselves. And that was my point. Goddamn, God both on point them motherfuckers out and tell the feds. So I'm saying they got damn job. How about this? Get rid of the fuck. Okay, so you know how many of our greats they got rid of that that doesn't help people. Motherfucker, yeah. these niggas ain't helping so, no goddamn body. They so hurting people. I'm, I'm thinking about the, the possibilities, Don, right? Like the possibilities being that this is the social, and these niggas out here, that is the new thing. Like these gang, these active-ass niggas who can't. Yeah, it's social ganging. Them. I know. I know. That's how they right? climb so and they, all that they, shit they, got involved and shit. They do their crime and then fuck with each other over over Twitter. I and know. they commit a real crimes in the street. So I'm saying... Is is he using the mechanisms of today to push these niggas out? I'm asking. Yeah, I'm just I'm just, I'm just saying the what if. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is just a what if scenario. Could it be that this is being that this is the new medium that these niggas is on, who really out here functioning in in these streets, who are killing and stealing and robbing and raping, and they talk and they be is he is he aggravating and bringing them out with his You gotta weapons. ask them that shit, but obviously I not because AI can do that without this nigga telling people like subscribe and win a one, two, and three get a fucking. Oh, that's win. not that's not him so, though. That's just somebody playing the video though. Oh, okay, that's not him. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not him. My bad. It's somebody. Okay, good. All right, good. Well, yeah. even that fuck boy that see how this nigga is posting this nigga shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, as yeah. if, like, look what this nigga said. Motherfucker, if he said these gang members need to get out, why you trying to make it seem like this nigga said? Like, we all yeah. should be saying we ready for war with every last one of these bitch-ass, goddamn monkey-face-ass, white bitch-made-ass, white man boys. Right. We all need to be saying that. This is, Oh, so I'm thinking this is Charles' video. But this no. is a nigga who gonna out Charles or tell us what Charles is fucking saying. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me, nigga? So you can get right. some motherfucking likes and shit. See, this is some bullshit. Describing. It's Absolutely. men. Words of men, men. It's all these niggas with dicks. They don't have enough sense to goddamn, come on, man, this shit is retarded. So the nigga site that I'm looking at now, it's a nigga site, ain't it? Black ass yeah. nigga. Trying to get some fucking views with this damn self off of this nigga yeah. shit. Yes. Yeah. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? See, that's the yeah. point. Yeah. And we do have a problem. We have a serious yeah. goddamn problem in our race, and it's been like this for, since goddamn Mr. Whitey told a few niggas come in, whispered in their fucking ear. And sweet talk. Right. Look at this. Look at the man that goddamn streaming his shit. It still ain't going to help. They ain't going to help him. You want to help no, yourself. No, yeah, no. I see. This, this is, is a serious situation. My point. I went yeah, that's the deal with his audience. So he can get, so he can get donated money in. He's a fucking shit. He is a guy. He's the first motherfucker that wants you to believe that he identifies as a protector, and he's not. He's a, he's a cute bitch, and he wants to be liked. That's it. He ain't going to do shit. He ain't going to do nothing. The nurses said they're playing whole games with each other on the Internet, but I'm, they not, though. They really killing each other. You can't on be the, dead and on the Internet, internet. one or the other. Huh? <laughs> you can't be dead and on the Internet at the same time. No, but what I'm saying is, like, a nigga get shot, they shoot their homeboy, whatever. They get on these threads and talking about, oh, we took that nigga out. They doing this out here in the right. space. This is, we took that and fuck that nigga. Twelves over here, two one, and then the other and them niggas be on that last nigga. What we coming? And and it just it's, it can keep going and going. And and the police just sit there in chat on threads on fucking Twitter, watch it all go down and take information and. Go As, they As they should. As they should. As they should. Absolutely, 100%. So, yeah. yeah. But, you know, they ain't, these niggas, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> but I just want to, I want to hear your commentary on his, um, on his commentary about this shit. Okay, I mean, but like I said, man, you know, for mm-hmm. a nigga to just be talking, that's one goddamn thing, and I'm tired of hearing niggas right. talk. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm tired of that shit. You know, you you're acting like bitches. Let me let me go get on get in front of the mirror and tell motherfuckers how I feel today. But nah, right. that's too. I, we I sat there. I sat there and watched that shit. Teen Summit, all that dumbass shit. Bunch of fucking niggas sitting there talking about gangs and violence and shit. Then Mr. White Man picks him up. Now he on Mr. White's show. And shit, talking about it. It's, it's, I'm sick of that shit. This shit ain't. This, I'm, I'm, I don't give a fuck now. Speed it up, everybody. It's just some fucking got. It's, all you doing is sitting on your ass talking about the shit. I can do that. I'm a bitch. That's all we good for sitting on our ass running our fucking mouth. But your ass need to be out there handling that. Period. Yeah. No nan yeah. nigga need to be on some goddamn in some damn chair talking about some shit and not fixing it. Now, you know what I'm saying? They should be pro-fucking-active. Pro-active ain't running your fucking mouth, motherfucker. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Go on and get out of that. Get it done, motherfucker. What the fuck are you talking about, sir? Get it done. I don't know. I live with men my whole fucking life, and all they talk about is what they going to do, and I don't be like, hey, just do it. Shut the fuck up. You're wasting words. Right, get right. it done. Sick of that shit. <laughs> Sick of all that shit. Sick all that talking and hoping and like words of men, Hadith. Don't listen to men. They're not divine. <laughs> That's what he told them. They're not divine. All they do is talk. And you get further and further away from the truth. That's it. We've been listening to them motherfuckers. He ain't the first. A whole bunch of them. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. It was panels of discussions and shit of them same type of men, community leaders and shit. I dropped about five names in a goddamn right. sick so, of this shit. But, so I'm saying that's that's why I, I wanted you to see it because <laughs> I wanted I'm I want you to make a comparison or get commentary or. Because he ain't sitting with his legs crossed like like you said to somebody. I remember all that. The point of it is so the I'm, nigga sitting. The nigga sitting like all the ones that came right. before him. They just right. sat their ass down and ran their fucking mouth. Okay? Right. They, that's this, all. They just sat their ass down and ran their mouth. Guns. I just... I just want you to see. I just want you to see. Go to 650. I just want to give. You, I want you to hear your commentary on this. Shit. Go to 650. Okay. Okay. All right. Fine. I mean, I was gonna play the video. Thank but, you. I mean, I right, go to 650. Yes. Here we go. 650. Thank you. I want to hear Why you, you say that earlier, man? You got them throwing in your side and seeing internet people on that motherfucker. Just say, bitch, go to 650. You just want to hear I agree with you. Now, I agree with you. Go, I, 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 I just want, want you to go to 650. Got all pissed I off, mad. I took my ass back to the 60s and 70s over this shit. Who is this? That's Charleston. Hold on, motherfucker. Second, what are we doing? I want you. I want. I want you to give commentary once you start going. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna pause it real quick now. You gotta. You gotta okay, talk okay. real quick. I gotta pee. I gotta pee. Okay. Can, can, okay. Cause right. you know I'm gonna watch it. I gotta pee though. I'm not gonna talk about that. Absolutely. I always hold my pee for you, Nick. <laughs> okay. All right. Let that bladder go. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> all right. So, what's up, y'all? What's happening, everybody? Oh, I've been 
been on Don the Coleon show for a minute. What's happening, Twink? What's up, Nanya? J1, Oshun, everybody in the building? What's happening? But um, I wanted Don to, I wanted to, I want to hear Don's commentary, and I want to hear, because I'd be, you know, I'm always, I'm I'm looking to explore the what ifs. And so I'm saying, is this nigga right now a, pay, a, a paid informant, right, a straight operative to pull these niggas out from, to get these niggas riled out, to bring them out, to be exposed and you know what I'm saying, like, like for they can for they can connect Rico to these niggas, to these little niggas out here who who out here. You just reminded me now. I'm sorry. I, you just reminded me. I know what video it was. Everybody was like, "Man, this nigga's a fucking agent." It was a mm-hmm. video where he said it was him and some nigger he was going at it okay. with, I guess. And he was like, okay. uh, "Come here, I'll put my tongue in your ear. Let me lick your ear and shit." What? You know? <laughs> yeah. That's the video right there. And motherfucker was like, what the fuck? This nigga sick and something. A whole bunch of them was saying he was an agent. Yeah. Right. It was some nigga that was, ta- that, that, that was talking shit about him. Okay? That was talking okay. shit about him. And you remember that Ethereum? And it was a split screen, so obviously they was on the shit together. And, and, and the nigga going off on Charles. And any nigga named Charles, you know, you got to be careful with that. But, <laughs> but any for real, right, Twain? You know we know them names. Man, every day. Mm-mm. But anyway, and so the nigga want to kill that motherfucker, right? Nigga want to kill the motherfucker. Great day, Twain. Nigga want to kill the motherfucker, right? And so he was like, come in and put my tongue in your ear. Come in. All you just want me to do is stick my tongue in your ear and lick your ear, nigga. That's what you want. Come here. Come closer. That's what this motherfucker, this is what he was saying. Shit, wow. Go find it. Can't make this shit up. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That, that was oh, it. Shit. That was it. I don't know how you jogged my memory because I was listening to you while I was pissing. And this thing, I said, that's the video. That's what the fuck. That's what, goddamn, that's the video right there. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I said, oh, this nigga done lost it. This motherfucker's like, nigga, I will fuck you up. I will kill you, bitch. And, and Charles was like, come here. You just want me to put my tongue in your ear, don't you? You want me to uh, play with your booty and shit. Some old shit like that. It was wild, man. Right. I got to watch that one because again, I'm like, is he, is he being paid? Is he an operative to bring out these new wave cats who they know? See, and the shit is wild because you're saying he's there to bring out these motherfuckers. Now, the comments, the comments I was reading, that's why they were saying. Niggas, they say like I came back. That's why the niggas say some of the niggas was like, "Yo, this nigga's a fucking agent and he's sick as fuck. Y'all need to stop wasting your time with this motherfucker." Like it was just so many um, niggas just was on there saying that shit. Like, man, look at this sick ass motherfucker, man. Why are y'all? What the fuck? Yeah, shit was right. Like, yeah, and I'm surprised I ain't fucking talk about it, but this nigga ain't shit to really talk about. Okay, here we go. Seven oh nine. Okay. All right. There you go. You see what's on the goddamn wall, boy? I hang up my motherfucking house. You see what's on that goddamn wall? Now, I just want to let you goddamn boys know something. I throw up CK. I stand before y'all today, and I say, 
Clark Tukey Williams. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and in the name and the honor of President Donald Trump, I say fuck. I'm so done, man. Like I said, mind control, MK fucking ultra. <laughs> like, I'm fucking, like, I'm like, like, from white man to white man, ain't it? In the name of Jesus Christ, blonde hair, blue eyed, hippie. And fucking Donald Trump, blind, blind hair, blue eye, hippie. God damn it, I'm so fucking done. And you about to kill a whole bunch of niggas right now in the white man's name. Got it. You strap, you strap. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is why I wasn't I'm just commentary. Like, man, I, fuck, to, I, I can't believe this shit, man. This nigga started this shit. Then you got Trump on your wall and you say, fuck Tukey. I got you, baby. Fuck. That, that, that's why you got to keep going. Keep, keep, keep going. We spit on their graves. Fuck the leaders and the founders of the Crips. May they all die. All Crips and Bloods must die. All Crips and Bloods must die. Their children must suffer. Their mothers must be freed from the bondage of a mother's pain and disappointment and shame of having a kid be a gangbanger. Death to all Crips and Bloods. Death to all GDs and BDs. May they all die like King Vaughn. May they all die like Drapeo the Ruler. May they all die like Nipsey. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm reading the chat on the damn screen too, man. Wait. <laughs> Somebody said, what the fuck is he on? Yeah. <laughs> Read the chat on the screen, y'all. Please tell me y'all looking at that shit. God damn it. What, what nigga just need to slap you in a few times? What the fuck? Trump don't fuck with you. What the fuck? Is, yo, I'm so done. Okay, here we go. Also, in vain. Now go to wait, wait, wait. Let me run this more. shit back. Let me run this shit back. <laughs> They must die. All Crips and Bloods must die. All Crips and Bloods must die. Their children must suffer. Their mothers must be freed from the bondage of a mother's pain and disappointment and shame of having a kid be a gangbanger. Death to all Crips and Bloods. Death to all GDs and BDs. May they all die. Like King Bond. May they all die like Frankie wow. Ruler. May they all die like Nipsey Hustle in vain. Now go show what we got for him, boy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Good thing he didn't say Tupac. Because Neff would have been like, I'm done with Charles. I don't fuck with Charles no more. <laughs> May they all die like Tupac. Neff would have came and told us to watch this shit. I, I like him. I like him. I like him. I've heard him speak on Pop, though. I know and, he liked that. And like, Everybody has a discretion, no, he, 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 But he said the difference is you got to give these niggas the difference. other side. You got to give them the other side. If you're going to talk that shit, you got to give them the other side, which is the repercussions. And that's what, and, I mean, I don't want to go into no Tupac rant, 
But that's what he did. He gave the other side of the repercussions of that shit. You want to be in the streets? Well, here's what's going to happen more than not. Well, uh, it you know, happens all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, but yeah, these niggas, that's not what they do in this drill rap shit. I just, I, I heard some yeah, of they want to the die. Time. They want right. to die. I had never listened to this. I had never listened to any of No King Vaughn, none of that shit. None of these cats. Little, I don't listen to none of that shit. So I heard some of some of that shit for the first time the other day. Like, <sighs> King Vaughn so. was the first motherfucker to drive my Bentley. <laughs> he is the cutest little fucking thing, though. He is really no, sweet. It's just fucked up that they, they don't know that they are MK Ultra. I didn't know at that time. If I would have known, I would have been able to intervene and help them motherfuckers. But right. you see, we we have to understand this. We have to understand this. Who is really control in control? Who is really running this shit? You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, right. if, if, no doubt, if no our doubt. black people from, from yesteryears was in their right mind, we wouldn't be having this conversation today. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? We know for 100%. a fact that from radio, television, why they needed the television was to put the mind control out there, even to the point they expanded where this e, uh, F frequency shit can go 300,000 guys more sophisticated. Hell yeah. So these, these are not their choosing. This is not their choosing. It wasn't, not, a lot of the shit that I did was not me doing it. Would you agree about yourself? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to fight all of that shit. Yeah, you yes. have to fight it. Because if, if, if the white man had it their way, all of us would have killed each other by now. I know for a fact that these boys have no idea. The boys of the day, the boys in the hood, the niggas with the attitudes, all this fucking shit was all done generations before they even got here. They have gotten a hell of a lot more sophisticated. They have no clue. They are out of their minds and into another being mindset. That was me too. Right, I know. Right. Yeah. So it's not it's not these motherfuckers though. It, it, it's not them today. It wasn't us yesterday, day before, years late, years ago, and all of that. That shit. I think right. about my mom. I think about my mom out of every fucking body on this fucking planet, and I know that this is not her. I know it is that fucking cracker doing that shit to her. I know it is. You know what I'm saying? I know when I talk to my daughter, I yeah. know that's not my daughter. I know it's that, that, that fucking cracker doing that shit to her. I know that shit. And doing it to the people around her, and, and that's called an influence. That's called psychic driving. Everybody vibrating on the same fucking thing. Something is wrong here. Who's doing this right. shit? Who's really pulling the fucking strings, controlling the strings of all these minds before we were born, when we were born, and right the fuck now? They're gone. Absolutely. And we know yeah, that that man. motherfucker hate us. That's why. The truth is right there. Hey, he came to the motherfuckers in Oakland, in Orlando, uh, L.A. and all of that shit, and did that shit yeah. to them. You know what I'm saying? To put a stop yeah. to what, according to you? To the black revolution. Use Absolutely. them niggas to do it. You know, and in the words of Dr. York, man, he said something like, you know, 
Um, he said, um, as far as Malcolm X is concerned, that could have happened to any one of us. You know what I'm saying? Meaning um, the white man got to him. He said that could have happened to any one of us. And, that's, and see, now it's our own people, after the white man get to them, then they come and influence us. That's what's been going on. Right. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah. and they make the shit cute. They knew what they were doing when they came out Hell with colors. I never knew that gangs existed until they came out with colors. And then come oh, to find yeah, out that shit ended up in the streets of Atlanta because it was they they made they glamorized it. They always glamorize how they want us to be. They glamorize it. They they glamorize boys in the hood. They did. You know? Made us want more guns as kids. I had a gun. I had all types of shit. It was just like because we want to be hard now. You know, but this is, it's all done systematically. Yeah. Yeah, I never, you know like I said, I never. Um, but I you don't do no, me. you don't do no goddamn all praises due to Jesus Christ and goddamn Trump, motherfucker. <laughs> Them goddamn crackers is responsible for this shit before your date of birth. No doubt, no doubt. We got the bang on the beast, man. We got to destroy this son of a bitch and free our people and the children that are being born today. Absolutely. Yes, because I don't. I'm telling you, man. It's wild. It's a baby born right now. You got to think about these babies born right now. What direction are they going in the next year? If it's a motherfucker three years old in the next year, Who's controlling that mind? Who's orchestrating that shit? We have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is this is yeah. it, man. Like fuck, like these dead niggas, man. They didn't know, no. Like Martin didn't know. Martin was alive and say I fucked up. And then he died. Right, right. Come right. on now. And according to according to my sources, they said they did the MK Ultra off of Martin Luther King. Was one of their Absolutely. main motherfucking goddamn uh, lab rat on that shit, and he woke up under, from being under yeah. hypnosis at that one point and realized what the fuck had happened. I, I led my people into a burning house. He didn't even fucking know that he was doing it until after it was done. Yep. That's a fact. That's a that's big fact. I just never um heard this. Just you know, I <laughs> I'm selective to a point with my music, so I don't I don't listen to none of this drill shit, whatever they call it, and it's and it's spread. It all is all and the shit they say. I'm like every fucking record. Every fucking record. I'm blowing the nigga brains out. I'm kicking this nigga's crack. Every fucking record. I ain't never heard no shit like that. I didn't I didn't know that this that was a body of work on a track. Every fucking record. It's killing the next nigga. I that I was like, damn. It got I, out of hand. Up, That's the point. Yeah, because the because of that, of that well, wait a minute right? now. Listen, even though there was the L.A. games, and what year did that start it? 
as far as when they um, the government approached them niggas so they can wipe out the um, Black Panther. Early 1970s, about 71, right, 72. Right, and, and, our, and our music was not this, the music of the game, of that mentality. Right. So as they controlled our music, they controlled the mentality. You know what I'm saying? Because it was still, you know, songs like, God damn, let's, you know, let's work this shit out. Get our shit together. Right. That's the 70s. You know what I'm saying? So, but nobody saw that it would end up the actions of what was happening in the 70s with Mr. Cracker, sweet talking them niggas in California. Mm Mm-hmm that it will blend into boom, because now it's the Mm -hmm. 80s, 90s, boom, now that music, and here it is here. Because to be honest with you, man, I thought there was no such thing as blood and crips no more until my daughters told me that my son joined that shit at 12 years old. I I thought all that shit was over, man. I thought that by this time, you know, my generation come into adulthood, so to speak, with children, that the right. previous generation would have put a stop to that function. Absolutely, right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. And here it is, if it's the 70s, my mama and your mama and dad and them, all them motherfuckers was older. Yeah. We the babies. Yeah. We ain't even born. Now we born. Now we know a little something about that shit because colors came out, watch that and all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, you know, some motherfuckers in our schools claiming crips or bloods and all that shit, goddamn gangster disciples and shit, all types of shit. Right. Down by law. All this fucking crazy-ass shit. But I didn't know that guy. You mean to tell me that... These motherfuckers let these motherfuckers live to recruit our children born in the 90s, and it is now the year 2000 mm-hmm. and fucking 10. Right. You fucking yeah. kidding me? Who would have fucking known? I know. I had no yeah. clue. See, it's that shit. Is that shit. That it is. Yeah, it'd be, it, yeah, that's a motherfucker. But what I'm saying as far as the music in the 70s when that shit dropped, that they, they mm-hmm. went harder trying to put more positivity out, but Michael Jackson was the focus by the time the 80s hit. They knew what they True. were doing. That damn cracker yeah. is 19 steps ahead of a fucking nigga, man. All niggas of every generation, man. And that was the end that was the end of it. Because by the time the 80s hit, all the goddamn black songs from our mother's them era, it was all, all talking talk. about drugs. Drugs. Mm-hmm. You dropped the bomb on me. I'm going to paddle my nose. The men all pause. All about yes. drugs is in the fucking, and only, of course, we as children don't know it, but the, right. our mom and daddy knew exactly what the fuck the song is talking about. So now, now the drugs is straight up in the fucking music. Right. Now we're listening to motherfucking clean rap till they grab them niggas in California to jumpstart right. this shit in the fucking music. Put the gang culture in there. 
Yeah. Put it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now, you know, he loves it. He don't say nothing about it. He loves it. Mr. Whitey loves it. You hate it. I hate it. Who should we hate? The motherfucker that loves this shit. Who shall we mm-hmm. kill? The motherfucker that loves this shit. Got another fucking point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He loves it. He said it out his own goddamn mouth. The video you gave yeah. me one time. And then yeah. the one where that white guy standing up there talking about Rick Ross. He talks about killing niggas, all that type of shit. But then the white man pulled out of that motherfucker when he's talking about date rape. But as long as he's talking about killing niggas and poisoning motherfuckers with dope, hey, he loves it. Whitey loves it. Yes. Because they're destroying another fucking generation. These niggas in bed with him, man. Every generation, we got a, a group of niggas that's in bed with that goddamn cracker. Every fucking generation. It's not going to get better. don't matter with this little nigga here. It ain't going to change. It ain't going to change, man. It ain't going to change. It's just like, fuck. I hate this shit. It's like, damn, how the fuck, what the fuck, our hands are tied. You know, it's tied. It's, it's, we, it's not, what the fuck can we do? Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just tired. It's like, damn. I'm numb to it because, you know, I'm numb to the killing and all that shit, but it's like, at some point, it's like, what the Oh, niggas are so deep, so gone. We didn't have that, that much. Don't. See, Nev, you don't have children my children age. My baby lose they fucking mind every time one of them nigga dies. Yeah. See, we didn't have that. Like, we ain't had yeah. only two niggas died. Tupac and Biggie, right. motherfucker. But right. their generation is die, nigga, die, nigga, die. Every goddamn D motherfucker catching it. So they, they ain't numb to it. Yeah. Right. You know, so I had to literally tell them, like, wait a minute now. I had to tell my babies, man, um, I forgot what one of them nigga named, the one that got popped buying at a cookie store, whatever the fuck they come. Remember oh, that one? Yeah. He like 38 the years the fuck old. Yeah, Memphis, some damn yeah. well. And yeah. I had to say, yeah. the era, dog. you got dog. Young, huh? young, young dog. Young dog. Right. I had to say, T. Era, y'all got to stop. Loving these motherfuckers. They all they got a short shelf life. Stop having yeah. moments. You know what I'm saying? Stop stop having moments and shit. You got damn right. like it's a nigga it's like, like stop being attached to them motherfuckers. You know, goddamn, this is the this is the this is the life. Okay, that's this is the life cycle. Mr. Whitey wanted to happen. So don't be attached to these rapping ass, goddamn game banging ass niggas. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna finish okay. in your commentary. Oh. Alright. <laughs> okay, he went to gate get something, y'all. 
what I call this is what I call the Nipsey Hustle killer. This is the Nipsey Hustle destroyer right here. I'm so proud. This is what this is what I call Oh, he's just showing off his little toys. Yeah, this is destroy any one of you Nipsey Hustle fans. I call this the King Von Schleyer. Ooh, I call this the King Von Schleyer right here, boy. Death to all gangbangers. Death to all gangbangers. We killing Crips. Boom, 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 boom. We killing Bloods. Boom, 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 boom. We shooting GDs and BDs in the goddamn head and in back of their head. Boom, boom, boom. Die like King Von. Boom, boom. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Die like Nipsey Hussle. Then kick that bitch in the head. He ain't nothing but a gangbanger. We was born in the United States of America. I'm a proud nigga. I'm a proud American nigga. I ain't a crip. I ain't a... This should be reminded. Let me ask this question because I'm a little slow. Nipsey Hussle was a gangbanger now. Because I don't know shit about yeah. that nigga. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Gang the decided to go right after the white man finished using them. Is that what happened? Yeah. Right. I, I guess so. Yeah. 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 That's what the fuck happened. That's what happened to all of them. Yeah. And shit. Right. That's the same shit. What happened to uh, Carlito? <laughs> Carlito wanted out and shit. The bitch supposed to meet him at the train and shit. He was about to, yeah, get his life right. together. That's what the fuck. Yeah. No shit. No, nigga, that shit got to come back on your monkey ass. No matter how many times you was in the bed with the devil, then you got out that motherfucker want to do right. That was the point I was uh, not arguing with Tamuz about, about this guy's show on YouTube. Got out of jail over 40 now, married and trying to tell motherfucker. And I said, is he coming? That still got to happen to him. Give a fuck. Still got to happen. Right. Yeah. You know, that's the law of Godard. That's the law of fate. What you put out okay, is coming to you yeah. regardless. It may not come mm-hmm. quick, but it's going to come. Right. Period. That's, that, that's the law of fate right there. Shit. Yes, it is. And when my son told me about King Von before I met him, he was like, no, it was Warrior. She was like, Mom, Adonis said that nigga got bodies. And I said, what the fuck does that mean? He killed a lot of people. Right. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, to be honest with y'all, man, I don't give a fuck how y'all feel and how y'all attached to a motherfucking dick. You ain't never sucked. But um, I'm with him on this shit. I'm with Charles on this, because I said it. All, all of them got to get it. Hey. They, if they already dead and gone, they had to get it. I, I feel know? I'm the same way. They say I'm that the he, that, he that kills by the sword died by the sword. That's what Absolutely. the fuck happened. They keep acting out what this white man wrote in the script for their dumb ass. That's, uh, that's what's going to happen every time. That's what's going to happen every time. Yes. That, every fucking time, man. That shit there is a motherfucker. They got to get brainwashed. But even when you get clean, you still got to catch it because Lady Justice don't give a fuck. 
and Mr. Mm. White know about Lady Justice. That's why I said um, I couldn't understand how these folks keep getting away with shit, Mr. Whitey. And I said, oh, shit, he put everybody in front of him. He get them with his justice stay delayed. He get everybody else. He know this shit. He know this shit. Nigga don't know that. He know it. Nigga got to get it. Them fucking army niggas got to get it. Everybody got the poly. Everybody got they got because that's they that's who they put in front. All them motherfuckers. Remember that video we watched last night? Them pharmacists, motherfuckers at Walgreens and CVS and all of them. They got to catch it before goddamn Pfizer, the CEO of Pfizer, Fauci, and all the rest of them motherfuckers, Moderna. Everybody, everybody that did the injection got to catch it. Absolutely. They put all these people. That's why they were demanding people. You stalk people. You, 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 you. Uh, what do you say? You shine motherfuckers, and you do this, that, and the third. Yeah, calling the shots. Though that means that it's they're being delayed. Yeah, justice being delayed because I can't understand how the fuck these motherfuckers still alive. Them motherfuckers hitting at ninety years the fuck old, a hundred. Used to fuck off, still calling for, I mean, I can't understand this shit. But people are in justice way, and they're the ones that's catching it. That's all this shit is. These dumbass niggas is catching it. And they catching it quicker than that motherfucker that's controlling the music, ain't he? Than that white boy, that Jew boy. You know, Jews, listen, Jews wasn't even in the motherfucking, um, great day, um, sweetheart, Tamuz, Jews, no, Jews wasn't even in the fucking 9-11. And the Jews are the most diabolical motherfuckers on the goddamn planet, right? Who's standing in the way of the Jews' justice? You already know. Niggas. You're shielding that Jew. Them goddamn Absolutely. niggas that want to be rappers, all that shit, killing that. I mean, it's that motherfucker. Just a delay, baby. Because them motherfuckers should be suffering. You know what I'm saying? They should be suffering. Henry Kissinger Absolutely. should be suffering. All them motherfuckers should be okay. suffering. But... Diddy, goddamn, Jimmy Kissinger is uh, is his master teacher. He loves him. He in the way. He in the way. Hell in yeah. In the fucking way, man. In the goddamn way. I can't believe this diabolical shit. That's how I came up with it now. And I know this, and I said this shit. When I went to fucking Liberty City to go to a goddamn black beauty supply store, it's a fucking goddamn funeral home on every corner next to a fucking Popeye's chicken and shit. Wow. Damn near every fucking light, man. It's a fucking funeral home. All the diabolical Caucasians. Right, wealthy, diabolical, Illuminati, eat kids as Caucasians and shit, right? I have not seen a funeral home since I've been living amongst them bastards. I don't even know where one at. If I die, where the fuck would it be? I'm telling you, he wants 
death to the niggers, and niggers is saying okay. Death to the niggers. Death to the niggers. And love me. And so you can catch that bullet. You know? You can catch that bullet. Death to the niggers. That shit, wow. All right, let me see. Uh, do you want me to keep going on this? Or, um, please. Please, yes. Okay. Cause it, must be, it must be something you really want me to see. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. fine. Okay. Good. I ain't black. I'm not color. I'm not Negro. I'm the seed of a nigger slave. And it's the birth of a new nation called niggers. Never ignorant getting those accomplished. It's the nigger nation taking on all gangbangers. Who ready to die, cuz? Blood. On four the years. seed of a nigger slave. Fuck little dirt. Fuck that bitch-ass blonde-haired bitch little dirt. You a pussy, nigga. Nigga kill my brother and my best friend. I ain't rapping no more. Bitch-ass nigga kill my brother and my nigga. I ain't rapping no more. We gonna go to war. And I got that kind of money. You bitch-ass niggas is pussies to that white man. Nigga, I'm gonna go to war with America. I'm not going against America. And you niggas is against America. Oh, Some more for you, bitch ass niggas, too, whole ass niggas. 
I'm I, I entertain the could it be? What could it be? And um, what up, uh, everybody? What's up, uh, Chris Lockett? What's up, Zena? Uh, Who else over there? Um, Aquarius. Uh, Tom Moe's over there too. Um, cause I'm 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 trying to really see like is he trying to pull these niggas out and um. Because, you know, like I said, they online and shit. I guess when you have your limit, when you're tired of seeing shit, you gravitate to shit that just speaks with how you feeling inside. And so, for me, that's how I feel when it comes to, you know, these niggas out here in the street. Because I don't know if it's more rampant now or is it because of the the media we get media 24 hours 24 hours 24 hours so because you know i protect my eye gates but it's like every time i do something outside of what i like to do and what i got to do is you see these these niggas so i know the frequency is turned up i know the frequency is turned up because the madness is it's like on the thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like the madness is on a thousand. Whether it be these fools who are out of their minds driving like mad people. I mean, and I mean mad, not angry mad. Mad. Insane asylum shit. Rabbit. Rabbit. Yes. Lost their rabbit mind. Absolutely. And and the the, the type of boldness of the crimes today. Oh, as a matter of fact, it's it's another um, fast food worker that was shot up. Right, or, in the um, neck, you know, yeah. cold fries, yeah. cold french yeah. fries. Yeah. You see, yeah. This, every time I see this shit, every time I get a whiff of this shit, this is why I don't really fuck with Facebook no more because I got a whole bunch of niggas on my timeline, and that's all the shit they share. You know, they share death, destruction. That's all the fuck they share, or they mad at bitches. So, so what I'm saying is, it's like, it reminds me of Judy, Judy Mikovits, Mikovits that was with Fauci. And she was just saying all this shit, like, how are you going to be seeing all this, this sudden random acts of violence? So I'm like, I'm mixing it with, I'm mixing all this information with motherfuckers who took the jab, people who fucking the people who took the jab, all the somatic fluids that's being transferred, all the, the madness, the, the trauma, the, all this shit. And it's like every minute. I don't know, and I'm just, I just, I'm like, these motherfuckers got to go. They got to fucking go. I'm like, these motherfuckers got to go. They DNA got to go. I'm, they got to get the fuck up out of here. Because it ain't no, it ain't no, I don't think I'll say it ain't. They turning motherfuckers that. into weapons. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the government doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah, they turned them all into weapons. I said that once I saw that damn man. They turned them all into bots, bomb bots to kill people. For real. And then you got these wicked motherfuckers who sit up here in these in these halls and sit in these chairs and these seats of power when you got a purpose-driven, a purpose-driven, especially out here in the state of California right now, purpose-driven district attorneys who are saying, fuck these crimes, let it go. Let let just let this shit run loose. No cash bail, all this shit. 
and they do it in the name of niggas and equality. And, and, and I finally understand what diversity, equity, and inclusion means, or diversity, inclusion, and equity means. It means die, D-I-E. And they bring in death and destruction in the name of diversity, inclusion, and equity. But literally the acronyms is DIE, even though they like to say D-E-I. I say D-I-E. These, this shit, like, you know, motherfuckers out here in Cali are robbing shit left and right, and there's a no cash, there's no cash bail. They go up there and just, you can't even go to fucking CVS no more. Like, these motherfuckers is walking in here taking everything off the fucking shelves, just walking in there. District attorneys do not prosecute, and this is only the beginning. They are perpetuating the madness, and niggas and and, and these youngsters, the the amount of um, grab and dash and grab and shit, it's it's like I ain't never seen no shit like that. I've been on this on this rock for my forty four years, and I've never seen shit like this. I must say, I've seen. I mean, I've seen a motherfucker get murdered. So it ain't like I've lived in no fucking bubble. I've I've seen a lot of shit. This shit here, I've never seen it in in the volume in which it is. Purge. They're getting ready for the purge. People been calling yeah. out that damn purge shit for like I think for the past well since we've been doing um WGAG radio, motherfucker was coming like yeah. this ain't nothing but the purge, the purge they setting it up for the purge, especially if you're saying the DEA none of them motherfuckers man mm-hmm. well I'm gonna do nothing. They setting it up. The purge is yeah. coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically they allowing the purge to happen. I can see that shit. Yeah, dog, I can see it. I can see it. They both playing. You know, he said we, uh, the bird. The bird has two wings. So you got you got the other side who was absolutely pro gun. Go get your guns. Have your guns. Get as many. You a law abiding citizen. Get as many guns as many bullets as you can get. Which I'm <laughs> I'm a participant. But um, but it's like like you said, it's the setting of the purge because on the other side, on the the law side, they're letting. They're not doing anything. These motherfuckers, I, I got folks in, in the OPD who's now retired, but, of course, once you're a cop, you're always a cop, and you fuck with your cop people. So they're saying that they are telling these motherfuckers to stand down out here. Stand the fuck down. Yeah. Uh, I was watching a, a movie like that, and I think it was in California, and they were saying stand down. They were telling the officers mm-hmm. and all that shit, don't just let let it happen. Ain't nothing this we can do. It's, it's out, yeah, it's out of their control. Yeah, I forgot what I was watching, but they did tell the officers, that's it, stand out and, uh, and let that happen because it's it's yeah. nothing we can do. Since January, since January out here, and I'm just talking about the Bay Area in general. And in Cali, it's happening in other places too. Because I'm starting to see, I'm starting to see this this fucked up, disease ass culture stretch throughout the um the country. Just from even the the sideshow shit, I seen a a, a local uh, 
Atlanta um, newscast, and they were, they're talking about how they're being infected now with sideshows in Atlanta and okay, how this shit is just the sideshows with the cars and the hundreds and hundreds of youngsters oh, yeah. out there, and they, you know, and, and, it's, and it's gotten completely out of control. Mm-hmm. And motherfuckers dying out there every weekend. So every strong beginning, there are, there is death. Like it's going on, you know. That's the frequency right there, newbie. That's the frequency. Oh, that's the frequency. Absolutely. Yeah. And, it works. And I, right? All and that shit works. Well, we need to yeah. figure out why the fuck we ain't goddamn fucked up off them frequencies. <laughs> we must be I mean, in only places. places. The places where they put the uh, that holy grid up. Right. All throughout the planet. We must be in a, because, yeah, I, yeah, shit, we must be somewhere goddamn shit. <laughs> you got to know what's going January. on. You got to look at, you got to look on the internet, because that damn show ain't going okay. on in your backyard. Or I, I, yard. I, I thank the most high. I, I thank the most high. Yeah. Um, but it's starting to spill off, but I'm saying it's starting to spill off into the birds a little. It's starting to happen. They they doing homework. When I say home, you know, homework, they following motherfuckers home now, like heavily. Affluent motherfuckers. There's a lot. They laying down a lot of I'm just like, I just, I never seen it in this, this volume. The volume is so high. They got the, the shit turned up so loud, Don. These motherfuckers are losing it. Since January, packs and packs of youngsters ransacking malls. I mean ransacking them. They coming in that motherfucker 100 deep, 100 yeah. deep. Yeah, they were doing Going that in Atlanta. Yeah, 100 deep. One in the yep. Union Square. Yep. It's gotten to the point in San Francisco, they breaking into so much shit, people just leave their car doors open, their trunks, their hatchbacks and shit wide open because they don't want you to break their shit. They like, look, you ain't got nothing in here. Yeah, my mom do that shit because her little, her little old folks community, them niggas and got in and busting windows to get everything out the car and Brenda be telling her, old-ass black women in their 70s, don't lock your doors. Do what I do. I leave my door unlocked. Let them go out and get, get whatever they want. Won't them bust my windows. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, why don't y'all just get the fuck out of there? The fuck? I'm not, I'm not fucking leaving nothing unlocked. I'm moving. I got enough sense to get right. the fuck out of there. The fuck is that shit? Yeah. <laughs> Out. What the fuck, I'm getting the hell on. Shit. Out, out. But it's just like, yeah, done. It's, you can you can see the frequency. You see the frequency and the activity yep. in, in action. You can see that shit, y'all. I, can, I didn't I see it emanating off of it. It just reminds me of Mad Max, man. It's going to turn into that shit. Yeah. It's Mad Max, baby. Yeah. That's, that's what they want. There's so many movies in this shit, man. You know, the Purge, Mad Max, shit. <laughs> We've seen all this shit, right? We've seen this shit on the, the Terminator TV. shit. Uh, the Matrix. Dread. The, um, yeah. what's the one where everybody got inoculated and got fucked up? Equilibrium? Uh, no, nah, inoculated. 
All them motherfuckers turned into goddamn zombies, man. You got to fucking fight them for that bastard's off, so you won't catch that shit. And Westworld. Oh yes, I'm not a especially, fan of listening, that especially listening to that um that shit last night. Now, if I wanted to get in the chat room, I was on the treadmill while you were mm-hmm. playing it. I wanted to say now okay. the shit that the bitch was talking about when she said she learned about nanobots and all that shit, nano whatever, mm-hmm. uh huh, and and turning yes. people into that type of shit. And I wanted to get off the treadmill mm-hmm. and say now that's that's Westworld four right there. That's what that shit Absolutely. is all about. Yeah, exactly what it's about. Yep, they want total control. I gotta, total. I gotta watch it tonight. Y'all watch it. I ain't watch yeah. Show yeah. Okay, but, but you. Well, wait a minute. 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 Mm-hmm. You have you watched four yet? Westworld four. Oh, I'm on. I'm. 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 I'm on season four. I haven't watched the latest episode. Oh, I ain't watched the latest either. I just. Um. I, yeah. I just saw how it was coming. By the time it got to. Um. To her infecting humans, the black chick mm-hmm. turning yeah. humans and politicians mm-hmm. and all them motherfuckers, yeah, yeah, right. into droids, yeah, under mm-hmm. under their control, yeah, infecting them. And they showed the so frequency that, shit. You seen the episode where they showed how they fuck with the frequency with humans? The tower on Westworld. Talking about that that tower that sit in the center or some old shit. It was that Don't tower. Say, did you see the ep- when the episode? No, when she talking. She's talking and she's showing and they're demonstrating how they turn up the frequency and spin these motherfucking humans out of control. Yeah. You seen that episode? Yeah, that was that was that was I love that. That was a great illustration. And she was like, Play something faster and he was playing the pianos and his fingers was all fucked up, his bones were oh, yeah. showing. Yeah, out there in the street. It was the sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They started dancing. He's saying he can't be detected by the human ear. They can't hear it, but we turned that motherfucker frequency mm-hmm. up. They got them spinning out of control. So maybe that's what they figured out from last night when they um when 1976 July 4th when Russia did where they said that Russia did it and everybody heard it around mm-hmm. the world. So they got sophisticated because you don't hear shit. Right. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I um in some reports though, Neff, um the electromagnetic radiation reports, some of their symptoms was the same one that those people um experienced when Obama sent them to Cuba, and they kept hear they were the only ones that could hear that shit. Nobody mm-hmm. else could hear it in Cuba. You know what I'm saying? The electromagnetic frequencies. Yeah, nobody could hear it. They fucked up now. But that same symptoms, right, Um, it was um, some of those symptoms right there I'm talking about, a lot of people was having that after going to the bar getting drunk. Shit was in their head, noise, sounds and shit. Like it was aggravating them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, a motherfucker who, uh, that, 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 that drink at the bar must yeah. put their ass in sync with that um, electromagnetic um, frequency or, um, you know, must have put them in sync and only they can hear that shit and that shit's fucking with them. Stabbing themselves and shit. 
Matter of fact, mm, I'm wrong. Sorry. It wasn't reports of that. I'm sorry, y'all. Mm-hmm. It was, um, I think it was on Evil, man. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta watch, I gotta watch the latest. Evil I think too. it was on evil. I think it was, it was evil. evil. I just remember watching where motherfuckers stuck. Yeah, they were sticking shit in their ear to get rid of that shit. Yeah, it was the shit in their ear. They could hear it in their ear, man. They had to aim at it to get rid of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was, but it was dealing with frequency. Yeah, that's a motherfucker. God, dog, man. Well, art imitates life. Right. Yeah. This is sad. And yeah, that was Evil Zena. Thank you, man. I'm like, man, there's been reports of those people who went to the bar got the same shit. <laughs> that shit was evil, man. I'm sorry. I watched like 10 different things in one day. So, Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, I've, yeah. Okay. Um, oops. Okay. All right. So, thank you, Neff. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank but you. But it looks like you have opened your eyes to a lot of shit because you, you said a lot. Hmm? You open your eyes to a lot to a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. You know, shit. I. I like it just come with, you know, as we get older, you just get wiser. It's just, I don't know, it's just, you know, you are, as they say, you get older, your, your limit is short. Short tolerance for bullshit. Short tolerance for a lot of insignificant shit, but. Who said that? I don't know. I did. I okay. mean, my, you know, my, 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 and, and some of my older folks, you know, some of my grandmother would say Shit like that, like oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Your grandma might see it. You know, like, like, yeah, and, and then when you know, when we make it our business to know, and then we know what we're looking at. We know what we're witnessing out here. We know what what this movie is. We know how it's more than not going to come out. We know the story plot. We know, you know, just when you know, you just be like. Ugh. I'm just at that ugh right now. Everything is just all this well, shit. Well, it, it, it damn sure is a different type of ugh, but this is yeah, done yeah. by the government. And so this is yeah. really fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. This is done by the governments yeah. around the fucking world, man. They right. got a serious plan and they stick yeah. to it. They don't give a fuck. And it's sad because, you know, so many people is in the midst of it now and have no clue what the fuck this is they're looking at. You notice in those videos we was watching this morning that a motherfucker, y'all, a crowd of people in a busy downtown area, whatever the fuck, a person falls out and starts fucking um, having shakes and shit, and they just stand there. And I noticed yeah. that now. They just stand there. They don't do nothing. And just stand and watch. They just stand there and look. And I saw it. I saw it. Saw what? I saw them being controlled. That's what they're supposed yeah. to do, just stand there. A person right. that is not under control like that 
is going to goddamn jump in and try to save that person's life. They just standing there. That's with all of them. That's with all them did. We saw people just dropping dead and whatever. People just stand there. They are already gotten. They got. They're waiting to get an order. They don't have their natural um, self to try to do something about this. You know what I'm saying? You know, they don't have their natural, they don't have, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? The reaction is non-reactional. They're not even in shock. You know what I'm saying? They're not even frozen. Watch that shit again, y'all. You will see it, like all the different um, clips of these people falling out in busy areas and, and everybody just, they 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 not even crowded over the motherfucker. They are in a circle like it's designed that way. Like they know to just get 10 feet back from the person and form a circle and just stay there. Just stay there. Don't do nothing. Don't even get on your phone to call for help. They're not giving okay. the order. They're not. Yeah, they 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 are bots already. They are. And there's nothing you can do. Mm. You'll be the only one out there saving lives. And now to come to think about it, now if if these DAs and all the motherfuckers are head of the chief police department, they probably bots already saying do nothing. Who would say do nothing? All right, all right, all right. Real talk. Absolutely they are. They recalled, they are, the voters recalled the, the fucking DA uh, in San Francisco. So they they tired of that shit. These motherfuckers in San Francisco getting terrorized over there. They recalled his ass. Like, you ain't prosecuting them, motherfucker? Nobody? You letting fucking motherfuckers who coming out on assault charges and just walking out the next day? Uh, they, white folks got mad. They said, you got to go. You can sign up for this shit. <clears throat> they not finished with them white folks either. They got to turn everybody to bots, man, or make sure yeah. as many people, as as they take out as many as they can. Right. Yeah, man. They want death. They want death. That's, that's your diversity. They want death. Yeah. And they want to take over the human body and control it. Like a fucking joyce. For what? I, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get that shit, man. <laughs> it's fucking like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And then um, did you get to to the point in Westworld where them, them um, humans that they turned into droids? Mm-hmm. By way of inoculation and shit, but um, they were committing suicide. Did you get to that? Um, yeah, I don't think it so. worked. It's like in West World, World, you know, like in one how they made androids themselves, but the black bitch done turned humans into droids. 
And yes. these same joys, like the senators, all the politicians, and every, you know what I'm saying, shit like that, turned all the motherfuckers into joys and certain other regular people who might have been, like, very um, influential in their community or in the work that they do, turned them into joys, too, and they're all committing suicide. So she was trying to find out why, you know, because humans are so imperfect, but but because mm-hmm. she turned them into joys, how do they have the power to kill themselves? Program to do so, right? Well, you're taking a human and mm-hmm. altering their genetic code and turning, uh, cracking and hacking into their computer, basically their brain, yeah. and turning oh, them yeah. into your control. But yet, there is still that portion of them still there. Even if you, even if you alter something, the original still exists, the foundation. So they yeah. are committing suicide, though. That's the point. Right. You know what I'm saying? And she's trying to figure out why the fuck are they committing suicide. Now, she is a straight-born drone, in a sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like all the rest of the drones. Mm-hmm. So he's, this guy's trying to explain to this bitch, because even though you, you took control of their brain, their human brains, they, they're still the real them there. The real you is still there. Like the real you was still there. You know what I'm saying? We just mm-hmm. got to, we didn't know it till we got back our mind control back from them sons of a bitches. So they know that they are under control. And the only way to get out of this shit is to kill yourself. So a lot of them been been, been committing suicide. Mm. Oh, interesting. Zena said the World Economic Forum was talking about that. Mm-hmm. Talking about? What I'm saying. Okay. Hackable human. Yeah, the hackable human. Everybody, why are they? Listen, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Zena, yeah. it's right oh, yeah. there in these people's faces, right? Mm-hmm. That was another thing I wanted to talk to you about, Neff, about the, the video mm-hmm. we watch. And I'm like, they put it right there in these fucking humans' faces, and they still can't see it. Like when Homegirl was like, Homegirl was like, it's right there. It say Lucifer on the damn vaccine bottle and shit. Is there? They're telling <laughs> right. you it's Lucifer. Right. They telling you it's right. like, your name. Well, Lucifer. Uh, listen, name. listen. If I blinded everybody in this bitch and go live and do my show naked, you wouldn't see it because I blinded you. So these humans are blinded. That's why they can't see it. They're under mind control. That's why they can't see it. So now, in other words, I can finally get naked if I blind every last one of you. And only one Mm -hmm. motherfucker comes in and be like, do y'all know that bitch naked? Shut up. That's a conspiracy. (laughs) Like... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So now I'm, I, I'm, I get it why nobody can see this stuff, that the shit that we see, they can't see it because they already under mind control. They cannot see this shit. They can't see the word Luciferian. You know what I'm saying? A Lucifer mm. race. They can't see any of that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's another reason why, you know, they, 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 they control them. They control them. So they can't see it. They would never see it. Only we can see it. 
saying? Yeah. And we like, look, look. It's right there <laughs> in your face. You don't see no, it's not. Right. Mm-mm. They can't. They can't. They can't see it. They can't. That's all. That's that's what this shit is. It's right there in their face, and they can't mm-hmm. see it. And then, and and those that live after doing that shit, it's like after they get that drink, you notice that they wake the fuck up if they live through it, and they warn everybody about it. If they live through it, that shit's fucked up, ain't it? They ain't got but a few minutes to tell a soul yeah. before it take their whole ass out. You notice that? Now, they have an adverse reaction, but these people, once they get, once they receive that adverse reaction, they do a reverse. <laughs> like, What's the other verse? A reverse. They verse the adverse reaction by coming out telling motherfuckers about what happened to them if they survive. Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reverse or the verse of the adverse reaction. Is not that, which is why they the internet or this beast that can, that that scans everybody's page to make sure that they take it down, the AI does that, and all their posts are being taken down, their videos of them looking retarded and shit, you know what I'm saying? They wipe their fucking pages clean. AI does that. There's no human sitting there doing it, you know? So that is the reverse adverse reaction is to make it to tell people, and AI comes in and shut them down, you know, snatch the shit off their page, the videos that they post and shit. That's the verse of the adverse reaction because somebody has to live to tell it, right? That's, that's right. Yeah, and they we have to see their retarded-looking ass after that. That shit there is amazing. But the beast is, this system, this AI shit, man, how can you win? You know, how can you get the word out? They're diabolical now. These son of a bitches are diabolical. Very much so. Yeah. 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 They don't want nobody to know that so many lives are lost and... Um, retardation or health problems occurred. Mm, right yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that is the uh, that's that's a reaction to the adverse reaction. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they tell it, and then they die. <laughs> that shit's fucked up. <laughs> they tell it, then they die. Don't get the. Ugh. That's, you know, they wake up. They wake up for two minutes, for two seconds to hurry up and get it out there to the public. And then the AI shut it down, wipe it down. They're going to take it down. I'm taking it down. Don't do it. And then that'd be the end of that. That shit, they're amazing. (laughs) 
That fucking, y'all ever watch them movies where them AIs, when you trying to, when the bitch trying to reach out to the world and the AI shut that bitch down? Like, that shit, there's a motherfucker. The AI is intelligent. It knows to destruct you, to de- destruct, self-destruct that bitch. It controls Holy everything. Yeah, these web, they fucking social media, man, uh, the whole Internet shit, the AI is watching. For anybody with an adverse reaction, you know, you hear me, that put that shit up, their video is taken down. That's quick. As soon as they, mm-mm, mm-mm. Wow. Yo, this is bigger, this is bigger than, it's, it's a lot of fucking shit. It's a lot of things happening at the one time. It's a lot happening. They wipe them clean, Amen. man. They whole page, like how they deactivated mine. Mine, my page don't exist. That's AI. AI did that shit. Right. Yeah. This is over. It's over, y'all. It's the beginning now. It's a whole new beginning. That 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 over shit was over. Well, it's done with. It's the end. This is now the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they say great, they ain't talking about for for everybody. They're just talking about for (laughs) themselves. This is their beginning here. Yeah, this is some strange shit. Well, I'm gonna name the show Neff Likes Charleston and made me watch his retarded ass. I'll do the Phoenix program on Monday, Unclassified Science. Hot Damn Politics, we on for Wednesday. Hot Damn Politics, y'all. Oh, Neff, did you get uh, any updates on Trump raiding his own shit? Yeah, he said, um, I mean, of course, now, you know, all the outlets is all over it and all this shit, so... No, they you know they're saying that they went in there to find other you know they took whatever they took first they say he took shit out of the national archives that was called classified, and so um, he said he gave them all that shit back. They said there was something missing, but they also saying that they in there looking for other evidence based on other crimes that they're trying to tie to him. That they're trying to tie to him, so you know. What they say? Yeah. That shit makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, like I said. So, but usually they subpoena. I mean, ain't no shit that this ain't never happened in America's history. I don't know if you know, folks know. Like, this has never happened ever that they raided a president's home and went up in there with a. You know, FBI agents and shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. And got a and got an indictment from a, a federal judge. You know, yeah, right? Because to get a to get a federal and to get a, a a warrant like that, the kind that they got, where you go in the next day, supposedly, you have to, you know, you got to get a judge to sign off it, but you have to tell the judge that. We have to go in there now because we think it's evidence that could be destroyed from a crime that we're currently investigating. That's the only way you can get up a federal magistrate to sign off on a warrant. Because usually for, for the shit they so-called 
trying to get back from him, you, you do that through subpoena, not through a warrant where you're just coming at my motherfucker unannounced and just, you know, going to take The news shit. media would have been all on it. They all on it Nobody the was there. No, they're late. That's why on Monday. Yeah. That's why they was just yeah, saying that they're on saying Monday it, shit. They're no, a they're late. They're saying they're, they're it was a late. secret war. Right. They're, they're late. No, 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 it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Okay. Okay. It's all bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> I think it's a dog and pony <laughs> show, though. I think it's a dog and pony show. I don't think nothing going to come up off, come from it. And I don't think she should come from it. I mean, you know. Ethereum said the judge who signed the warrant was Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer. This is true. That's true. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. All right, J1, what you got before I get up out of here? It's a done deal, Don, here. Shit, I hate nothing but wait again, you know, and just keep my... Oh, I thought you said... Oh, never mind, J1. I'll get you, babe. I'll get you. Okay. Well, hey. I love y'all, man. Y'all take care of yourselves. What we gonna do now for the rest of the night, boo? Uh, I gotta watch my sh- I gotta watch my Sunday shows. I haven't watched West. What's your Sunday show? Watched- you gonna play it? What you watching? Yeah, I, I, can't, watch- I, I, I can't stream I it. Who? I gotta watch Evil. So I have to watch. What episode evil. you on? Uh, I'm up to date on it. So whatever the last one was. Demon Money. It's Demon yeah, Money. that was the last one. Right? Oh, so that's the last no one? Yeah, that's it. Oh, you already watched it. You watched Demon oh, Money? One? You watched Demon Money? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know the titles. I don't know. I know the I last one is Demon Money. I think that was, I was on episode. How many episodes in the season? Oh, okay. Well, I think it's at episode 10 now, I think. But it's Demon Money is the okay. last one to drop. Okay. Yeah. Watch and what's your other one? I don't watch everything, man. I'm bored as fuck. Huh? I'm the only shows I'm watching, Westworld and Evil. You going to play Evil or Westworld? Um, Probably Westworld. No, I'm yeah, going watch. Huh? I'm going to do, uh, do Evil first. Well, I'll watch it with you then. Shit. Okay, cool. I'm about I'll to go watching. over there now. I ain't nothing. I ain't nothing, man. I ain't, I ain't watch everything. Ain't nothing? Sitting nothing. in that damn cell down there about to rot to death. Well, give me 15 Shit. minutes. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't put nothing in my belly all day. I'm most basically fasted for the day. Well, mm-hmm. make sure, um, well, go ahead and have your business, boo. Look here, Zena uh, <laughs> says she got a whole theory going on in her head about the electromagnetics. Uh, well, mm-hmm. shit, I hope you mind sharing your theory because we need some more shit with this because this shit, they, 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 they done got more sophisticated, Zena. Yeah, oh, J1 said take the mic, Zena, in um, and Discord. Girl, that's our new hangout, goddamn it. I just, we did. <laughs> I'm trying to tell Oshun when nobody in the after party, but I was streaming in, mm-hmm. from Discord, and I was like, Oshun, we on Discord, man. Y'all got to start. We transitioning again. We moving, y'all. So 
take your ass to Discord. You can still have, you know, after party, but you don't like Discord, I'm going to show you how to like it. Y'all don't like nothing new. You get stuck in the old. Trust me, I felt like that. That's a natural thing. Let me give it to you right now, OJ. Let me give it to you right now before I get the fuck up out of here. All right. This is the link. To get straight to us, Discord, download it or something. You know, you got to download Discord right now. Don't you got to download it? Yes, yeah, it that'll get you in. And, Zena, um, I'm going to walk you through it. It's, it's, it's not hard, and it's better, too. I realize that shit because the chat room pops out, man. Me and Neff and J1 was watching the damn shit and chatting at the same time, man. It's shit. It is really simple. It is more better then everything the fuck else, for real. Please download it, and I'll walk you through it. You know what I'm saying? The mic is better. You can have people, you know, you won't be talking to yourself. I can say something back to you and shit. I ain't got to type because I don't really like typing. But, yeah, but, yeah, we, we can start having our after party in Discord. You know what I'm saying? And I figured out how to get rid of YouTube, so I figured it out. You know what I'm saying? When we go into overtime on BTR, I'm going to reset BTR. That way it'll stay recorded. We can still watch our, watch what we playing or talk about what we talk. But I'm done with done with this AI, fucking YouTube. I'm sick of it. I'm done with they bitch ass. Okay? And eventually, you know, I ain't got to set that bitch. I'm tired of getting banned, tired of my videos getting taken down from these fuckers. So, yeah, sick of this shit. All right. So, they, hey, we will not be a threat to them son of a bitches no more. Won't be in nobody's violation. That's right. Gay That's ass it. community guidelines and shit. <laughs> All right. I'm up out of here, man. I see y'all in the after party and on Discord. I'll give you 15 minutes, but I need Zena to go ahead and download that shit. I'll walk you through it, Zena. Bring your ass. Let's go. See y'all. Uh, OJ, bring your ass to Discord, baby. Y'all having a warning day? See y'all. Peace. Hot damn politics Wednesday night, bitch ass. Let's go.